0: I just want to start off with saying uh, just hello and welcome to another episode of Shard Point Academy. Uh, this is the longest running one shot series that we have a Dice Funk. And quote unquote, quote unquote, I'm not sure how Austin's is going to title this, whatever. Uh, he will will come up with something <laughs> or I'll come up with something.
1: Shardpoint, the- we're back here again. <laughs>
2: Uh, we're, <laughs> yes we still exist well it's the fourth it's the fourth one right so this would be uh, Shard Point 4 The Revenge The Revenge No it'd be Shard Point The
3: Revenge because Jaws 4 was not Jaws 4 it was just Jaws oh, right. The Revenge
2: right Jaws oh right. I'm sorry I I have I have fortunately never watched it so oh it's special Shardpoint,
1: guns of the Patriots.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Shardpoint, a new hope. Uh, <laughs> 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 all
0: right. That was the fourth one, obviously. Yeah, very good. So um uh to bring us all to the table here, um and do introductions. Uh, my name is Michael Schicciano or Skitch. Uh, I have been the DM for every episode of Shark Points so far, a on hiatus player on Dice Funk itself. Um, and I also do music, other shenanigans. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Skitch Music as usual. But now I want to turn the tables and introduce the players we have. We have two uh, returning players. Um, but let's start with the one that's actually played in Shardpoint before. Go ahead, Nick.
2: Hello, I'm Nick Freeman. Uh, I go by Nick F. Time on Twitter. And uh, yes, this is going to be the third one-shot session I'll be joining. And uh, like you said, Skitch, the uh, second one for Shardpoint, which means that I will be returning to uh, the character that uh, I played uh, last time, Danaman the centaur. Mm-hmm. The centaur ranger, yeah. Yes, he carries weapons, he charges people, And uh, he is from a different plane, so he doesn't really know everything about uh, social interaction in this world quite yet, which will not lead to any awkward interactions at all whatsoever. None. I can tell you that. None whatsoever. And uh, people can probably tell right away that uh, something's... He's he's not even just your regular uh, run-of-the-mill centaur, (laughs) as odd of a sentence as that is. I mean, he's got... (laughs) His coat is, like, almost blue, uh, so he basically looks like not just a centaur, but, like, an alien centaur. Mm. So, all right. <laughs> And he is a professor at the Academy who uh, teaches, uh, what is it, cultures and uh, traveling. Cultures and traveling, right. Um, in fact, all the
0: players today are playing faculty members of Shardpoint, but the, I'm not... They're not all teachers, though, <laughs> uh, Peter. What if we What if we get people introduced to you and your character real quick? I'm
3: Peter Bowman. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at mecha uh, I yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll be playing Arved Ironscale. Ironscale. He is the probably is the he considers himself the head librarian of Shardpoint Academy. Um, he might <laughs> not actually be. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, he's a librarian. He's not a teacher, which why a lot of this is going to be very very const- very much a source of consternation for him. Uh what about well, uh, what what is his race again just to clarify? Uh, Arvad is a silver uh, silver uh dragonborn. He is probably about average height and slight of build. Uh, and uh he is technically speaking a sorcerer, but he considers himself a librarian first. <laughs> <laughs> magic is a sort of a hobby to him
2: right a a, a, a useful curiosity
1: oh yeah well you, well you know you get to cast a bunch of silences so <laughs> i mean you know like i think you would know more better than anyone about the value of knowing when not to use magic oh yeah
2: <laughs> what we don't know
1: is that peter is uh i'm sorry i your name is Ironscale,
2: Arvad Ironscale. Arvid What we don't know is that Arvid actually used to be an orangutan. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, there was a spell that caused him to become a dragonborn, and he just likes himself that way, so, uh, <laughs> sure, uh, that, that's, uh... Deep cut, Nick, deep cut. Deep, yeah. deep. The, um, I'll point oh, yeah. out, I'll,
0: as, 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 sorry, go ahead.
3: I was just gonna say, Arvad is, you know, is it about average height, slight of build, and, uh... Tends to wear sort of you know sorceress, you know t- typical sort of you know so, you know flashy sorcerer's robes and uh, usually has a pair of gl- glasses sort of perched on his snout.
0: Okay, and uh, as a side note, um, uh, all of us know each other in part because we spent a lot of time being players under games that Peter. Uh, Dm'd, gm'd. Uh, most of them, uh, a good amount of them, not actually d and d too, for that matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but <laughs> we've actually all known each other for about ten years now. At this rate, right,
0: yes. Jesus
3: Christ, that long ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: and and uh, this brings us to the uh, the last faculty member and the uh, the, the newest player into just the entire Dice Funk multiverse
1: canon. Uh, Wynn, take the floor? Hello there. I am Word on the Wind, friendly neighborhood trans woman. Uh, I am a uh, a regular host on hardcore gaming. Uh... Hardcore Gaming 101's top 47,858 games of all time uh, audio show. I am also a, uh, an off and on contributor to the website, and I have contributed to uh, several of the, uh, of the books at this point. And we have an upcoming book um, about uh, Japanese RPGs that I just finished my contributions to last night.
0: Nice. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, how can people find
1: you if they want to follow you anywhere? Oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but it's like if, if for some reason you want to get my attention, and I don't know why you would, uh, I can be found on Twitter at lurkingwind. Uh, that might be at lurking underscore wind, something like that. And uh, it, I more highly recommend uh, checking out uh, uh, the our editor in chief of HG101, Kurt Collada, at uh, at HG uh, underscore 101 because uh, he is uh, super chill and keeps a good website and community going.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very good egg community sort of world over there.
1: Yeah, I'm on the moderation staff. It better be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
0: um, and and tell us a little bit about your character, Wynn. All
1: right. I am going to be playing... Uh, Koltash. And they are a Kalashtar, for those who are not aware. Uh, Kalashtar are actually uh, beings that have two souls uh, within their bodies, and each is their own independent personality. Uh, Koltash is made up of Cole, who is an otherwise human uh, woman with uh, a bronze complexion and platinum blonde hair, a bit of a stocky build, uh, but has uh, all the curves where it counts, and... uh, as, uh, as you know, like the rest of the crew here are going, yep, there's that shoe tr- there's Why shoe tr- am I surprised <laughs> to hear that <laughs> there's word? There's that yep. shoe drop. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, has, a, has a preference for very fancy big dresses, particularly pink and purple. And uh, what, is, what does Coltash do? Oh, actually, you, where's the other side of Coltash? And yeah. then uh, Tash would be the, uh, the resident quarry for uh, those of you who have not... Uh, poked around in the Everend settings. Uh, Quarry are basically entities from the land of dreams that uh, don't fancy the politics of things uh, with nightmares and whatnot. So they just kind of shuffle off and just kind of go and find a host. And that's how Kalashtar happened.
0: So there's basically two entities in Koltash. There's Cole and Tash.
1: Not that anyone ever calls them them by the whole name. In fact, most people... uh, Call what they assume to be a woman standing in front of them, Colt, Much to uh, Tash's uh, frustration.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It is it is it is worth noting that uh, Cole uh, does identify as female. Tash is male.
0: Mm-hmm. And what does uh what does Cole and Tash uh teach at Shardpoint?
1: You know, I I think I'm actually I think I'm going to actually uh make a uh a slight alteration. A- an audible. Uh yeah. Supremely expressive gunplay. <laughs> okay, seeing words helps. Uh, supremely elegant gunplay and usability elegance. Or a segue. Usa- usability elegance. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen. Okay, it's not. It's
0: not enough to be just elegant. It has to be usably elegant. Okay, we we have to be practical here
1: with our practical in our over the topness. You know. You know how it is about gun safety. <laughs> Uh, redundancy is, you know, important.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Redundancy is good, yes. So now this, so we have our, we have our three faculty members here. We have, uh, we have Daniman, we have Arvad, we have Cole slash Coltash. And right now, none of you are at Shardpoint at the moment. Um, And the reason why is because a a grand event has happened for the first time in several years. Um, to offer some more context, um, Sharp Point, as an institution, is part of a network of schools uh, across multiple different planes, and the uh, all of whom are members of what is the known as the Interplanar Coalition of Scholastic Advancement, or Icosa, and so. It, periodically, they have a conference, which basically is like a teaching conference. Teachers from these places come by to share advice, insight, show off tools, yada, yada, yada. So this is Icosacon, which is where you're all heading over to. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Icosacon is happening. And in this, this instance this is the first time that Icosacon has happened ever since the incident. The incident.
1: There's there's always an incident with you, Skitch.
0: Listen, this was an actual incident. It was not my fault. It was. (laughs) I know. For once. (laughs) For once. uh, Not completely my fault. uh, But um, involved all the gods and immortals basically dying. And so there, this caused a bit of an interruption. Um, this is because Icosa is deeply concerned with areas of STEAM research, uh, STEAM research obviously being spellcasting, theology, education, artificing, and magic. And the theology branch was having a really hard time dealing with the fact there's no gods anymore. Um, and they're still kind of panicking after all this. <laughs> so
1: my life is a lie. What do do?
0: <laughs> What do? So we focus near the the bustling city of Mykonos, um, in the region, of in the region of Lorelei, and and you are all entering what is effectively a large twenty sided building, which is where Icosacon is happening, and you are. Ah. You better you better buckle you better buckle in for this, Nick. Cause <laughs> it's not the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so my my first thought was, oh no, please don't roll the structure.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That the the icosahedron is happening in an Icosagon building, not an icosahedron. So that's you don't need to worry about that. I see. So, But you are not alone, obviously. The three of you are there. There are other instructors and people, faculty from Shardpoint. And, of course, you are also joined by the headmaster of Shardpoint Academy, (sighs) Oren Waite, who is, of course, accompanied by his familiar, the weasel, Jemarius Jenkins, Jolly Good, JJJ. And as we enter, the first question I have for all of you is, why are you at IcosaCon in the first place? Why were you invited or instructed to go to IcosaCon? Who wants to go first?
2: Well, uh, I am delivering a lecture on uh, navigation by the stars, and uh, I have a very good uh, presentation all prepared uh, so that uh, people will know all about how to navigate by the stars uh, on my home plane. <laughs> no, nowhere else. <laughs> Well, no. I mean, yeah, that—that's what I'm an expert in. I was... Fair enough. <laughs> I cannot so, fault this man's lot <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, it's like, not my fault. It's not my fault that they aren't from my home plane, like me. <laughs> another,
0: <laughs> another added point that's beneficial is the fact that you are actually an interplanner instructor at Shardpoint, which adds in the <laughs> ICOSO, uh flare there. Um, as for uh, you, Wind, what is your, what is Coltash going to be presenting?
1: Uh, well, let's just say that uh, when it comes to a presentation uh, of this sort, no one did it better than Annie Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh, good. Listen, okay. Nobody <laughs> smokes cigars
2: around her. Absolutely. I disapprove of tobacco. Very highly. Very highly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, uh, last but not least, Arvad, what are you, what you, are you're, you're not a teacher. What are you doing at this teacher's convention?
3: Yeah, Arvad's sort of confused by that point as well, but, uh, the headmaster has dragooned him into give, doing a presentation, doing a presentation on research, on academic research techniques. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> you go up on the podium, you may now tank the
3: floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Largely due to the fact that at a recent uh, uh, pub quiz that he got drugged along to by his co-workers, which he completely dominated because he has near total recall. <laughs> uh,
2: well, okay, then.
3: Uh, he caught the headmaster's attention again. <laughs> you can probably find him currently arguing with the headmaster about why this is completely out of the question and he really shouldn't be here. He's not faculty. Why is he being, why is he being asked to do a presentation at a, at a conference of this sort?
0: And this is where we'll enter in as you as you all enter in through the front doors of the of the conference hall. Having recently gotten your lanyards with names adorned on them and appropriate (laughs) titles and such. Did they get my names
2: correct is the question. I'm glad that they're I'm glad that we got lanyards. I'd hate to have to wear a badge. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they thought about that.
0: Uh, as for as for you, the uh, lanyards are to your specification, so
1: it's however you wish for them to be. Uh... Okay, and 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 that in that event, uh, Tash was insistent on the names being separate, so there's actually like a space in the middle, so it, it ends up kind of re- reading like the uh, the master system version of Monopoly, just saying Monopoly. <laughs> maybe she maybe she has maybe she has two lanyards. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I like that idea more. <laughs> there's just <this> one, <laughs> just this whole, and there's just Tash and both have their picture on it. Both have the same picture on it. Yeah.
0: I like it. So yeah, that's, that's, so yeah. So we have, we have, uh, Donovan, uh, Donovan, uh, Donovan, rather, we have Donovan walking into the convention center wearing his lanyard, Coltash walking in wearing their lanyards, and Arvad wearing his lanyard and engaged in a spirited conversation with Oren. And as we enter, Arvad, Arvad, listen, okay? I I know you feel that you are not qualified for this, that you're out of your league, but no one impressed me with the sheer pristine encyclopedic knowledge of every book in our largest of our libraries other than you and so the world should know of your of your skill and how you pull it off
3: I, I, this is not my my idiom my, my I'm I'm leaving my books behind like oh my the students are gonna have to go to the lesser the lower librarians to get to find their books I mean <laughs> you're taking <laughs> away from my work <laughs> headmaster you, 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 well that
0: well that well that may be the case unfortunately i also don't have a complete say in this you see the people in mykonos are very particular about their continuing education hours and they don't consider having read every single book in our libraries as continuing education enough for qualifications so you either would have to have attended this or for double the hours presented at this place i
3: i, I but i'm not i i'm not but i that uh, i'll go back to writing my presentation
0: <laughs> you'll be just fine believe me as for as for you too danamin cole And Uh, Tash. Hopefully, hopefully everything
1: is ready for your presentations as well. Uh, To that, uh, Cole will pull her revolver from the holster and proceed to uh, spin it around on her middle finger very rapidly and proceed to change the uh, the dimension of which. does. So it's like vertically, horizontally, diagonally and just kind of. Doesn't even really say any words, just keeps doing that. Uh, do you, uh, you want to try to make a show of it?
0: Sure, why not?
1: Let's pop, <laughs> okay, it, over to the, uh, let's pop it over midair to the other finger.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, in that case there, let's just go ahead and just have a uh, sleight of hand check from Coltash as they uh, attempt to do a little bit of gunplay.
1: I'm going to be rolling uh, sleight of hand plus six, 1d20 plus six. I got a 13. Presentations and exhibitions are sufficient, so that should be just fine. Danamin,
0: I I've already looked at your write-up. It looks very, very uh, thorough, to say the least. Thank I thank you, Lord Orin. Uh, the, the The honorifics are nice, but n- not
2: necessary. <sighs> As you wish, Lord Orin.
0: <laughs> right. Well, in any case. This should take care of any continuing education needs you all have so that you can keep your jobs. Yes, even you, Arvad.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't make the rules. I didn't even know that there was a rule for this. This is... I've been learning this stuff for the past year. It's been a thing, to say the least. And as much as I'd love to stay and observe the presentations they are going on, oh, we have a headmaster's meeting to go over... Minute details about page numbering. <sighs> we need to decide on a numbering system and what base it's going to be in. Base 10, <laughs> 13, and 8 are considered so far, but then someone wants to do base 65, and then everyone's in a tiff about that, so...
3: That seems horrifically inefficient, but whatever.
0: That's what I said, but... Ugh. I mean, uh... And then uh, anyone uh, goes beyond base eight is beyond me. But whatever. as as you're walking, you'll you'll notice that there is a uh, uh, there is a sort of a, a a case with an object in it. Uh, if anyone wants to take a look at the object in more detail, feel free. to roll perception checks for me. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, Arved is way too
3: engrossed with what he's currently doing. <laughs> That's fair <laughs> enough.
0: Like I said, you don't you do not have to take a roll in that in that respect.
1: There are words happening that do not concern me. I will look. I rolled a nineteen. Ooh. I rolled a twenty-five. And natural twenty there too. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> so yeah. While while while
0: Arvad and Orid like bicker about the merits of a librarian t- presenting at an academic free uh, in- uh academic conference, uh, the two of you look over and you see a podium. Inside of it is a very ornate and intricately designed golden clock. With a little placard underneath it, and it says the clock of hesitation slash impatience, <clears throat> and then above it is a little banner uh, that will that basically says uh, academic presentational grand prize. There also is you know just some random person just sort of keeping watch over the object in the in the uh, podium while you are. All keeping watch enough. over the clock. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, I mean. You you could also be saying that they are they're keeping watch around the clock as well. Oh, <laughs> walked into that one. As long as there are no rocks in a circle around
4: it,
3: we
1: should be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there is a a wonderful embroidery it's uh, set upon, though.
0: Uh, it, it, again, it's very fanciful in design. Um, but it doesn't, you know. It just, it's just you have a title for it and a thing on there. If someone wants to, if anyway, if you want to investigate further, you could ask a the person there. You could ask Orin. You could, I don't know, or, or just engage amongst each other as you all continue to walk along.
1: About how big is it?
0: The clock itself, I would say, is about
1: hmm. like wall-sized,
0: wrist-sized. Oh, it's a table clock. Okay. So so, like it is about a foot wide at its base. It comes to about ten inches tall. It's sort of a little ornately designed, and it has like a set of switches on the top of it.
1: Okay, so if one were to wear this, they'd be flave la flave. Got it.
0: Yes, they. Yes, it is not. A, it is not a clock to be worn. It is a clock to be interacted with.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: But um, if there are. For the interactions you have with each other or with or or otherwise, feel free to take the floor.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, Colt, uh, Coltash will head over to, uh, Danaman and just, uh, kind of saunter on over in their, uh, usual, uh, overly
0: embellished manner. Listen, okay, even when you're not in the classroom, you still got to demonstrate what you're teaching.
1: I mean, like, they're the kind of person whose hair is always flowing even when there's no draft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. They they don't have the cloak of billowing, they have the hair of billowing. Exactly.
2: (laughs) I'm half horse, I know what that's like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's quite the prize they've got down there, don't you think? It appears to be a device that tells the time. I imagine there's quite a bit more to it than meets the eye.
0: The clock does not transform as you look at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I don't know who was.
0: I, I'm just, I'm just noting that out. Um, the, um, the, there's a, the person keeping watch over the clock is a tabaxi. They're in uniform. They have like, they have a shirt on that clearly indicates them as a volunteer. And they look over as you two just sort of stare at the clock and they're like, uh, uh, just don't get too close to this. This is supposed to be
2: kept uh, under protection until after the presentations are done today. You appear to be nervous about the task of protecting this device. Oh, I'm just always
0: nervous. That's just normal for me. But yes, I, I also don't want to break this thing because you know the, the last time I broke something... Uh.
1: I appreciate that the security is a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say that uh, in, in character. It's just... It's I am
2: going to say in character... <laughs> I find it unusual that someone who appears not to be up to the task of protecting this device would be assigned to protect this device. I'm just trying to cover my hours for being here. I, I didn't pick this That'd job. Appe- that is normal. So are all of us.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't pick the job. My my my, my, uh, my supervisor assigned this job to me. I, I wasn't going to say the job picked me. That would be trite.
1: Well, at the very least, you'll be able to keep very good track of the hours now, won't you, honey? Uh, a little bit. I, I only know a little bit about what this thing
2: does. She is referring to the device's ability to keep time.
0: <laughs> well, it, it does do that, I guess, but it, it, it's supposed to be a magic clock, from my understanding.
1: Oh, do tell.
0: Um, well, uh, if, uh, if you press this button here, it, it, it makes the world go, uh, what is it, fast for you? And if you press this other button, it makes the world go uh, slow for you, as he points to, like, the clockwise and counterclockwise buttons, respectively. But other than that, I'm not really sure how it works. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just here for work study.
3: Well, it sounds like it might be in line with Argelfraster's theory on temporal me- mechanics. Fascinating books on it.
0: Ah, oh, what did you show up? <laughs> it the whole time. I've got to get back to working on this. Like, like, like as like he looks over to you, Arvad, and just sort of sees like a dragonborn, just sort of like a hide, behind <laughs> and hide behind the podium <laughs> a, immediately from.
3: As I'm, I'm saying this sort of offhandly, as I'm shuffling through my my notes for my my presentation.
0: And then Or, or- Orin is soon joining the rest of you. It's like,
4: ah, hmm,
0: interesting well, if we can get our hands on this, that'd be a nice win for the school on top of everything else. But, uh, in any case, I must be off for my meetings. Uh, numbers, just terrible Lord things.
2: Orin, is it your desire for us to win this prize?
0: I mean, it would look good if we won the prize, to be honest. And Then we shall have it! Oh, dear. I appreciate, I appreciate the enthusiasm, Daniman. By the way, um, if you need to get in touch with me, just, uh, and then Orin, like, sort of reaches out, and the weasel, uh, JJJ, which is, as noted in the past, is wearing a vest with a really nice and fetching little pocket square, bounds up Orin's arm before hopping onto Daniman's back.
3: Does JJJ have a lanyard?
0: Uh... Yes, it's a very tiny one and it just has JJJ written on it. Good. Oh. But it but also in, underneath it indicates him as a uh, as a uh, service familiar effectively. So <laughs> <Of
2: course. laughs> he's got a red vest on. It.
0: <laughs> it's it's a red vest now. <laughs>
2: Oh, cool. We can go in, We can go into all the non-pet-friendly areas with him then.
1: <laughs> this also means, however, that we are not allowed to pet him. Ah.
0: I mean, you'll have to ask permission first, regardless. <laughs> but anyway, so, like, you know, JJ, like, bounds up, like, rolls around a little bit on uh, the dynamite back and just curls up to take a nap. <clears throat> and then Oren's like, uh, very well. I will be off. Please make sure to r- run through your presentations once before they go off and running. I I want you all to be as confident as possible, mostly because if any of you gets fired, that reflects badly on me. But also, I just don't want anyone to lose their job over something as menial as this. With that, he sort of waves his hand, kind of an off, in sort of a in, a, in, a, in an odd manner, as he turns and heads on off, <clears throat> as uh, as that happens, a uh, pair of voices that are that you hear from behind you all. Uh, one of them goes. <clears throat> one of them is a gentleman that sounds like my my my. If it ain't Miss Colt, followed and and another voice and another voice which is a bit deeper being, and if it. If it is another one of her associates,
2: I Daneman, I did not realize I'd see you here. I guess we shall turn and look. <laughs> you 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 both can turn and you'll
0: see two people in front of you, uh people that Coltash and Daneman
1: respectively recognize. Okay, I gotta say that before turning, uh Coltash is going to uh put their hand over the uh, the grip of the revolver. And quick draw! It is turning around.
0: Okay, so so before you are two individuals. One is well, the best way to describe it is an older human gentleman, quote unquote gentleman.
2: Oh, I see. Okay, so he's he, so he owns a few people. Gotcha. All right. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs>
0: saying I'm, I'm saying that he gives off the air of someone who is uh who he he looks kind of like I don't know a sort of traditional a traditional desperado type kind of not with minus the hat and otherwise doesn't have spurs on his boots or anything, but he just sort has the vest, leather pants, shoes and such. And he has what looks to be a rifle slinged over his shoulder <clears throat> and Coltash will recognize him uh, uh pretty immediately. The other individual um, is a floating disembodied horse's head.
1: <laughs> ah, the best friend of a Maturasu.
0: Uh, and if uh if you want to roll if you with uh if you want to a twig-
2: quick twig- glance at them they are both wearing lanyards. Okay, so I, I was I was when you from the moment you mentioned the lanyards I've been wondering this. <laughs> h- h- how is the horse's head wearing the <laughs> lanyards? It is t- it, it 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 is it is it is tightly
0: cinched so that it actually stays on his neck it's more or less kind of like yeah it's it's not loosely hanging like everyone else's it's basically more tightly sit, uh set up around um the other option i was thinking of was that it was basically hanging off of one of his ears
1: yeah that's <laughs> what i was thinking of it's just like hanging around both ears
0: yeah so if you look at their name tags uh uh the the horse's heads just says irving and the name tag around the other man says Smith Wessington. Okay. <laughs> Both of whom are listed as instructors, and the and the and underneath the instructor line is well, what is written out as Rock Edge Institute. <sighs> okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, Danneman is going to fold his arms across his chest and uh, then say, Ah, Irving, I did not expect you to be here. This is a pleasant surprise. Uh, it's pleasant for me indeed. I was hoping to
0: show off some of the fruits of my research and my recent publications. But to do so in a way that will make me look better than you is all the better.
2: <laughs> I suppose I should have expected this.
0: He will. The, the horse head will nod to both uh, Cole and Arvad. It's like, Irving, retired hero and accomplished author. You might have read some of my works. Eight Habits of Highly Successful Disembodied Heads. As well as how to cut off ninety percent of your weight and look great doing it.
3: I believe the third, the former book is actually in the third annex of the second library at, at uh, Shardpoint. Yes.
0: Ah, you're familiar
3: with it, then? Well, I've not read it, but I've seen the I've seen the title in the annex. In the, in the, in the
4: yes.
0: <laughs> and then the uh, the the man with the revolver, uh, the man with the the man with the rifle looks at the others, just like not nah, just
1: <clears throat> remember, I'm still pointing my my my, my revolver at him.
0: Well, I do say, look (laughs) at these friends you got here, Colt. Quite an exotic array you have.
1: Oh, not as exotic as your inability to ever pronounce my name correctly.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll pronounce your name correctly once you learn how to use a real firearm. Something that requires, you know, both hands to grasp upon, if you know what I'm saying.
1: I don't. Honey, allow me to teach you something and she'll... And Cole specifically, not uh, Tash, does not endorse this from within. <laughs> <laughs> will saunter up close and kind of like make uh, a bit of a show of, you know, a bunch of, you know, sexy gestures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And will, upon getting like real close, there's something that you don't really realize about just how much using two hands is worth. And to which point there's going to be a gunshot, and his pants are going to fall down.
2: (laughs) Denim is going to turn over to the guy who was watching the clock and say, "Uh, "Is uh, does violence between presenters disqualify anyone?"
0: Uh, I I don't make the rules. I don't. I'm just.
2: uh, uh... Well, where where, where can where can I get the rules? I have to.
0: Uh, uh, Like uh, like the. The, uh, the tabaxi is, like, rifling through his pocket to try to pull out, like, a large map and try to find where that information could be. While this is happening...
1: Oh God, <laughs> this is happening, Cole is shoving this guy backwards with his pants at his ankles.
0: Yeah, while this happens, what Cole, Cole basically shoots the buckle off of...
1: Shooting the belt, like its belt is
0: ruined. <laughs> yeah. The belt's ruined, pants fall down, and he gets pushed on
2: over onto his back... And he Instructor Coltash, is- wait!
1: I don't know <laughs> if we'll get disqualified for this e- or not yet. A, a big a big instrument like yours takes a bit of distance to use properly, honey. Well,
0: I was gonna keep this more amicable Colt, but he struggles to get up and pull his <laughs> pants up.
3: You seem to have lost your belt buckle.
0: <laughs> you better watch out. Little Miss Colt, because I am going to make for certain that Rakej Institute ends up winning that little trophy over there. And we'll make an embarrassment of you all. Keep talking dirty, honey. It helps me motivate. Let's go to let's go get some food before we get some rehearsals done. And then the he sort of like trounces off in a huff while the head just sort of floats behind him a bit.
1: Not my top, anyway.
0: Uh, and uh, as this is happening, that's a backseat sort of pops like, "Uh,
1: I think
2: the conf- i think the conference ops are found in Hall 13. We should make our way over there so that we can properly prepare, so that we may obtain Lord Orin's prize. Um, and also make—and also make Irving look like a stupid horse's head who's stupid.
3: <laughs> Arvid will sort of glance over it. <laughs> Lance over, look a little bit sort of confused, shake his head, and go back to his notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, Coltash is even going to like kind of have a moment of just like seeing that kind of like break of character. He was even going to like kind of lose all of the grace and flair. It's just going to be kind of like, huh. <laughs> so, uh, as
0: you're walking along uh, to towards the towards the thirteenth hall area, um. Hey, Arvad. Yeah. I would like for you to... Um, oh, uh, just roll a perception check. Perception, you say? Yes, that'd be... I believe it's a d20 with no bonus.
3: Uh, that would be correct. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> perception is not what Arvad is good at. <laughs> three. is no, <he's> not. <laughs> a three. So, as you're walking, mulling over your notes... Yeah, nose um,
3: buried firmly in his sheets of paper.
0: <laughs> you, uh, You basically... Uh, keep moving until you run into somebody, you bump into somebody, and... <clears throat> oh, my most profuse apologies. My notes. Oh, my notes! Ah! And as you shuffle over your notes and such, uh, there is sort of like a bit of a heavy weight you can kind of feel in the air around you. And as you look up... You see someone that is completely unrecognizable to you, Arvad. It is a brass is a brass dragonborn, who is dressed similarly to you. In fact, uh, they're not bespeckled though, and they just sort of look at you and their eyes widen, and they just simply point down and say, "You, you, me? yes,
3: me. Hello."
0: You're the one who, 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 who. I was the one who should have.
3: Can, can I help you, sir?
0: As he stammers, uh, you can take a glance at his lanyard if you wish.
3: Uh, well, all things considered, would be rude not to. At this point,
0: <laughs> uh, you look at you look at it, and on there it says Garvel, uh, Master Librarian. Rakej Institute You're the one who Took My My position from me
3: I apologize But I don't believe we've ever met before
0: Of course you wouldn't remember me We were simply We were We graduated in the same class that
3: was uh, which academy? <laughs> I have multiple library science degrees. I, I'm not sure which one. I, which, which school you went? We went. We we shared
0: the, the 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 Valentine Vocational Academy.
3: Oh, oh, that was some time ago. Yes, yes, yes. Garvel, you were second in the class, correct? Yes, you were an excellent student. But 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 you, you were the top in the class. Well, yes.
2: <laughs> Naturally. Look, Instructor Coltash. our compatriot has made a friend.
3: Yes, uh, uh, Garvel. This, these are my associates, uh, Professor Koltash uh, and Professor Deniman from uh, from Shardpoint. Well
0: met. They'll be doing presentations here as well.
1: Pleasure's all mine, hon.
0: Made some new friends too. Well, well, I, 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 I will. I, I'm going to go 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 visit my friends and oh excellent he like he, like you could tell that Garvel's just seething and like it's like on the verge of just snapping are, are you okay Garvel have you been having some is, is anything the matter
3: uh,
0: I, I I am going to be great oh good you'll see excellent you'll all see I look forward to seeing your presentation it Should be fascinating he just, like, storms off in a huff. Just Have like... a wonderful day, Garville. <laughs> 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 Very bright lad. With that being said, um, is there anything else that you find interesting or of note as you travel over to Hall 13 to
2: to get your presentation preparation handled? Oh, Daniman is dead set on his goal right now. Uh, he, he He has a mission to accomplish for his lord, so...
3: Well, Arved is definitely going to go to the Preparational to rehearse because he'll be damned if he doesn't... If Since he's being forced to do this, he's going to do as good a job as possible.
2: The only other thing that has Dannyman's attention is trying to make sure Koltesh doesn't shoot anyone else because he's not sure if that's against the <laughs> rules or not yet.
1: I did not shoot him. I shot his belt. That is not a person. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, evidently...
2: It- Evidently, it did not cause any pr- any troubles. But even so, it is best to be thorough. Uh, is there anything that you notice on the way over there, Uh
1: I notice that I need to reload the chamber, so I'll <laughs> do that. Yes. Fair enough. So,
2: you never know the- when a belt's going to come into your field of view and <laughs> needs to be taught a lesson.
0: As you travel, you'll notice that there is just a sheer variety of like. Races, individuals, cultures—it's exceedingly cosmopolitan, even by point standards. Just because, like, you have pretty much entities from every conceivable plane that could practically be in this building. Um. <clears throat> so, as you approach and you get um, to the, pr- you get to Hall Thirteen. Hall Thirteen is divided to a few things. There is a con- uh, conference ops. And then there are rehearsal rooms, each of which are designated for the different institutes and different academies. So, uh, with a little searching, there you can find the one that is for Shardpoint specific. Actually, I'll,
3: pr- I'll go to the uh, the conference op section and ask which of the rooms is set aside for Shardpoint.
0: Sure, why not? There is a there is a Githyanki individual there who's like, uh, "Which uh, oh Shardpoint? Um, that is going to be." Hall number th- three on the left, from out, just out the door. Ah,
3: thank you very much. You've been most helpful.
2: Uh, you're, you're you're welcome. Excellent. Is there a copy of the rules that we could uh, peruse? Uh, which rules are you pertaining to? the uh, The presentation. The uh, first. The uh, ju- method of judging for who obtains first prize. Uh, I, can, I can answer those questions for you. So
0: the presentations are going to ha- happen in a set order, f- grouped by Academy. After it's done, it will be a vote by the audience as to which presentations, uh, which, which Academy's presentations were the overall uh, most uh, enriching to the academic advancements. And based on that, that is how the 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 prize will be awarded. Ah,
2: excellent!
3: Uh, weren't you going to ask something about confrontations between uh, <laughs> uh, presenta-
2: presenters? Uh, let's uh, let us say, in theory, if uh, there were well, some yes, no, manner theoretically. of sorry, uh, yes, yes, uh, uh, some manner of conflict between presenters, what would happen?
0: We have contingencies in place for it, uh, as long as it doesn't interfere with the presentations themselves. We don't really find any sort of reason to intervene. Trying to stop every single uh, confrontation that's going to happen in an event this diverse is very difficult. You'd be surprised. Some people have broken out to all-out fist fights and then presented even better
2: afterwards, but...
3: I confess I've not done much in the way of pre- presenting at a conference like this, so... All right,
2: then. You heard him, You heard him, Instructor Cortesh. Don't allow your rival to have a better presentation because you shot his pants
1: off. I'll make certain to shoot him between the eyes next time so he won't have a presentation. That would actually dis- be disqualifying, though. That would interfere in the presentation, I imagine. I suppose that does make a matter of sense. I'll save it for after that. Shoot him in the arm! I'll yeah. save it for after the presentation.
2: Ah oh, yes. yes. Well done. Well done.
0: Please keep a sort of lethal engagements to outside the halls. We do have <laughs> duly
1: noted. <laughs> Razit Res-
3: looks completely befuddled at this discussion of casual murder. <laughs> 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 I, but,
0: what? Legally, the unions do not approve of the cleanup work afterwards. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Suppose if you were to shoot a vampire in the head and kill it, it wouldn't be permanently dead unless you use a silver bullet. Or was that werewolf? No, that's werewolves. Ah, yes, right. It'd be yeah. We, yes, that's
0: right. We do have some. We do have some people presenting on the slaying of vampires. Supposedly, some individuals who slew a whole army of vampires a few years ago.
3: Hmm. Fascinating. There's. If I remember correctly. There are about thirteen different conflicting theories on vampire vampire hunting, depending on which world you're from. Fascinating book on that I've re- I read the other day. Hmm.
1: I've heard a fascinating gentleman by the name of Armatiz slayed one vampire multiple times in the same day. Fascinating. That seems to be within
3: the realm of legend that I've heard, yes. At any rate, I should go, pre- do, do, go work on my presentation. Uh, try not to kill anyone, Professor Koltesh.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't need to try, honey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you move over to the, to your presentation rooms, um, <clears throat> to the room, rather, to the hall. Um, yeah, so let's just go ahead and just kind of play out how these presentations would go. Um, and why, why don't we just do this in the the most logical way? let like with a good old-fashioned, like, skill challenge of sorts. All right. Uh, okay. What we're going to do is kind of ha- have a moment for you all to showcase what you can do, um, in different ways. The, uh... What we're gonna do this is I HBO is gonna do like a little almost like a miniature skill challenge to see how effective your presentation is currently. So any, any volunteers for who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'm more than happy to. All
3: right. Um so uh Arvad will uh basically break out uh a ser- Arved will break out a series of placards that are he's got set up to, you know. To, as illustrative of uh, techniques and uh, sort of you know information on how to do appropriate academic research at an accredited library <laughs> um, he will be using mage hand to basically shift between the the various placards and make sure they they are on the appropriate stages they're in the appropriate order on the stand so we can do that while continuing to face the audience and present and he will uh, proceed and I will proceed to go through my presentation from memory, uh, because I do have the keen intellect uh feet which mind. allows me yeah. to keen mind feet which allows me to uh I don't forget things.
0: Yeah you uh, do not forget uh, anything you've read in the past month, I believe is what it is. That is, yes. That is correct, yes. Anything you've seen or heard in the past month. So yep. yep. Uh
3: and uh I will basically be using that and my knowledge of history, arcana and religion to talk about the most common topics and be using persu- and persuasion and my persuasion skill as a way to deliver the the speech the the presentation in an engaging and interesting manner.
0: All right, so I'm going to have you do three things then. Um yep. you're going to be doing uh let's do number 1 a performance check to see how efficiently you manage the mage hands and coordinate it with your presentation.
3: All right, D20 plus 3 because I'm not trained in performance, but I am charismatic being a sorcerer.
0: 17. All right, so yeah, so your your motions are well-coordinated. Now let's talk about your information. So go ahead and just roll, like all your knowledge skills are the same bonus. So just roll yep. any one of them with advantage.
3: Anyone with advantage, so what's the, uh, okay. Uh,
0: They're okay. all plus five, so just choose which one you wanna. 15. Uh, 15, okay. So yeah, uh, and then last but not least, for your eloquence, go ahead and roll persuasion.
3: Twenty plus six for my pre, for my performance my, my my persuasion skill,
0: sixteen, thoroughly average. Well, I mean that's that'll be I mean, like it's still above average overall. Oh, no, you these have, are just average rolls. I'm saying. Yeah, the rolls themselves are average, but okay. So, uh, do you want to describe how it goes, or do you want me to describe how it goes? Uh, just a, you you
3: the people in the room are probably a little surprised at how you know his actual eloquence and. How you know well prepared? The level of preparedness doesn't surprise anybody. The level of fact that he's actually a very good public speaker is kind of yeah a little not not what you would expect given you know his general normal demeanor when he's going when he's wandering about
0: yeah like the 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 sort of like hemming hawing uh, almost stammering manner that he has when bickering with Orin dissolves and because he's gone over these words over and over and over again and he is uh, comfortable in just talking in general. He's able to just sort of execute out on the presentation very effectively. So, yeah,
3: I mean, he's had to do stuff like this before, just not for not for this style of audience that he's expecting. It, it, he's used to present to other librarians. Right, right. <laughs> Which is an entirely different sort of, you know, Awful uh, t- category of awful and terrifying.
0: Yeah, they've got clicks. Yeah, yeah, they have clicks, and they all, and especially if you're dealing with like academic boards. Yeah, uh, panels. Oof. Yeah.
2: So yeah, they'll beat you up for not wearing
0: glasses. So while well, <laughs> while well, it's not the while well, it's not the well, flashiest while well, well, it's not the flashiest presentation ever, it is very extremely well executed. Okay,
2: so who's next? Are we going to go with Daniman or uh, Coltash? So I have uh, a star map uh, with very unfamiliar stars because it's from my home plane, which presumably very few, if any, people in this place uh, have been to. Uh, And I just give an explanation of how to navigate by uh, different constellations and such. And I'll point out different configurations such as this is Taran hunter and as we all know it always points north and you know uh, there will be you know observations like that and of course if we know that taran had his conflict with the great tiger irman which can be seen here and <laughs> <laughs> making references to like various legends and stuff that have no context to them and such like
3: well but as i said well while, while while you're doing this i'm taking furious notes <laughs> Aw, oh, thank you. This is stuff that he this is stuff that he I don't that's not in the library yet. I have to add it, I have to add it.
0: <laughs> so uh here's how this is how this one will go off. Uh I would say first things first, let's roll survival, just because that's just a natural natural skill for tracking in general. Alright, so 20 overall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like as expected. You are very much an expert in this domain. Yeah, I next, know what
2: I'm talking about. So
0: next, um, let's go ahead and pair this with a nature check with advantage. All right, eighteen. And now the now the kicker here. So it says both of these have been very high.
2: Roll me a performance check. All right, so. <laughs> My performance is minus one. <laughs> so charisma is my dump stat because Daneman's such a weird, mm. bizarre person. So, yes. Oh, 13. So. so, yeah.
0: So the presentations, maybe, you know, it's, it's not stiff. It's not completely awkward. But what really kind of sells it is just like the the
2: shocking amount of detail that you're able to convey about things. Right. So, <laughs> so this is, this turns out to be, like, Daneman's element, so it, it worked out pretty well for
0: him. Right, okay, so cool. both of you have pretty strong presentations prepped. This leads us, uh, last but not least, to Coltash. What are you doing for your presentation?
1: So Coltash's presentation is basically going to be a gun show to the tune of uh, making certain that uh, excessively elegant and flareful flourish... Has a uh, practical battlefield application.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I think you have like test like test targets and stuff like that that are rolled out and such for you.
1: Oh yeah, there's one that's hanging over the audience.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, so for this, um, how do you, how how what is like how flourishing is this?
1: Pretty much like any kind of time that you like, you think that she's going to move in one direction, she ends up moving in like a different direction. So it's like it's an unpredictable kind of flourish.
0: Sure, so let's start off with an acrobatics check to see how well she can flourish herself around the stage. Oh, I can flourish the hell out of
1: you, honey. Uh, <laughs> flash on. <laughs> plus five. Let's six. six. Oh, six. Okay, so that's gonna be a twenty then. Yeah, twenty. So yeah, as expected. Like, like there there's dress and sleeve billowing all over the place. It's like it never gets in her way because like she's got kind of like a corseted dress. So it's like it is like everything that needs to be where it needs to be is there. Like there's a practical element to it that you wouldn't expect, but like in all of like the part where there's like, you know, flow and fluff... Mm-hmm. You know, it's all like a more uh, extremity areas where it's not going to interfere with her business, but it'll make tracking her movements difficult by you know like an assailant.
0: So okay, so <laughs> since you have targets, you need to shoot them. Go ahead and roll me a, like an attack roll. Just give me a,
1: a nice revolver attack roll here. And here's where I start missing.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, okay, never mind. I crit. Oh, <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> so like, oh, all right, battle right, battlemaster So basically. Dies. <laughs> I mean, if you
0: if you want to roll damage, go ahead and bl- you can blow one of the superiority dice to show how much damage you do with one of those shots.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, menacing attack on this one, and because uh, yeah, like this is supposed to be for military application. I'm I'm doing this to be like intimidating and show like how freaking scary I am doing this shit.
0: Okay, so with that being said, your damage roll will be two d two d ten plus two d eight plus uh three. That's a lot of dice. <laughs> okay, 27 So, yeah, 27 So, like, what happens is, like, you see these shots you, Like, the other ones watching See these shots just go off like crazy And one in particular, the one over the audience Decapitates the dummy And it falls down and <laughs> lands in a seat next to Arvon <laughs> <laughs> And it just, like oh, A stunning display of gunmanship here so it's like these
1: are these are not like trick bullets or exploding bullets or anything and yet i still made the, like the one up there explode
0: <laughs> pretty much there yeah so oh, that's i a, say <laughs> and then with that because of that uh your final roll will be performance check with advantage in this case because oh
1: gosh <laughs> i was thinking intimidation but they're the same score so whatever everyone has to roll performance okay so yeah 23
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, 23. So, like, it's like each presentation was like each presentation has been just fantastic for you all. Like it starts off with a detailed and surprisingly insightful uh, forage uh, uh, into just book management stuff, then into an excessively detailed but still quite fascinating explanation of how to explore uh, a plane using the stars in a plane that most people have not been to, and it literally ends with the bang with Coltex just like <laughs> shooting the shit out of stuff.
1: Pretty much, it, it 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 goes over like you know the the kind of uh, breadth that uh, Shardpoint has to offer of you know exceptional study techniques, uh, particular specializations for uh, academic and you know uh, martial application.
2: Yeah, just the way we planned it. Wink, wink. Yeah. yeah.
0: So while this is all, so as Coltash's presentation winds down, uh, everyone go ahead and just roll a perception check for me, real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Which is going to be hard for it does be hard for our Arvad because, well, a dummy's like with a head blown off just lands next to them.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I see everything. (laughs) <laughs>
2: everyone rolled an 18 we all rolled 18s everyone like everyone's just like on
1: a lockstep here you're all just fucking badasses just here
0: mo- so
1: we're the teacher mod squad <laughs> so, actually yeah. paying attention for once. <laughs> i think
0: like you, like you got snapped awake <laughs> by the dummy there so y'all look around and like there's other people in the room from shard other instructors um you know, uh, Dadamun's buddy from Treasureology. I forget his name now. Oh yeah, I, I, for, I need to pull up his name. He's in my notes. Um, we got one of the uh, alchemists from the Artificing School, Basco Sowers. You know, just <sighs> <sighs> then there as well. Um, you know, and and they're and they're giving like appropriate applauses and such to all that's happened. By the way, the uh, try to remember the uh, the person in question. Uh, Horgrim. That's what it is. So yeah, you see Basco Sours, You see Horgrim, who is the treasureology professor, right? In the room, <laughs> you know, they they've given applauses to the such. Um, but one of the things that you notice is a little weird is that you see like what looks to be a, like a bird, just kind of like perched near the entrance, and then as Coltage's pre-station winds down, it flies out. Of the room, and that's
1: the only thing of note that you kind of see that happens. Hmm. Huh. Okay, ash is tempted to shoot it, but decides that might be a presenter. It might be, yes.
3: Do I have any clue of what type of bird that might have been from from reading through a book? The various books I've been I've
0: read over the past month. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Um, just roll an intelligence check for me.
3: All right, that's
0: a whopping plus two,
3: but yeah. mm Hmm. Yeah, Arvid's not as smart as he thinks, as he, as he makes himself out to be. He uh, just remember good. He's got an exceptional memory, and he's very, very charismatic.
0: Yeah, you also rolled
1: something.
3: Uh, just, uh, I also rolled a 20, so 22 for that. Uh, you rolled a natural 20, so...
1: Okay, here's the thing. Welcome to the High Rollers Teachers faculty.
0: It looks like a bird, but there's something more important that you notice. Uh-huh. Um it doesn't look like a didn't look like a regular hawk. It did not look like a regular bird. Um it looked more celestial than a regular bird. Should I make an arcana or a religion roll? That would be arcana in this case here. Not so good. <laughs> Eight. Yeah. You 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 can you, you basically know that it is you can't tell whether it is a natural celestial hawk, or if it was summoned, or a summoned celestial hawk, right? But it's definitely just a celestial hawk. Oh,
3: that's yes, a celestial
0: hawk. Very interesting. Don't see those very often. With your presentation practice uh, a t- a taken care of, um, <clears throat> you have a you have the uh, the githyanki uh, that you uh, talked with earlier shows up at the door. And, you know, it's rubbing their ears a little bit, uh, to, uh, respond to, uh, sorry, my headphones messed up for a little bit there. I, I put my hand in my ears. My headphones turned off the noise canceling. for a little bit, so, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> I'm Like, don't do that. Uh, he, he shows up and it's just like, uh, Oh, I heard the commotion here. I'm guessing that you're all, uh, I'm guessing you're all done with your presentations. Uh, preparation. Yes. Preparation. Yes. Yes. Um, uh- the the there was an announcement that was made during the commotion the final presentations are going to begin in about an hour and a half so you have a little bit of time to explore the conference if you wish uh we'll be posting the presenting order shortly before pre- presentations start
3: ah excellent
0: so you're luck with that uh JJJ is you know a little startled on the back of Daneman from all the gunfire but right. it's calmed down and is climbed up onto Daneman's head to curl up and take
2: a nap this time just on my head. Yes. All right. Not
1: I'm not going to do anything about it. Like I know it's not a hamster but I'm just imagining Hamtaro on a like a blue centaur now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, listen, is, is
0: it an adorable weasel with a red vest? Yes, of course it is. That's not the point, though. That's not important. The important thing is that you have a little bit of time to do further exploration of the, uh, of the conference. There's like, uh, there's a expo hall, there's the food court, there's other places that you can interact with if you wish for final presentations, get up and running.
1: Uh, after, uh, doing some maintenance, reloading and upkeep on, uh, on their revolver, Coltash is going to head over to the food court because, uh... Yeah, shooting on an empty stomach is, uh, never a fun time. Yeah, that well-known piece of wisdom. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You try and be flourishing and fancy while you're hungry. It don't work too well.
3: I should probably get some get some tea, for, tea, tea before pre- presenting, make sure I'm properly hydrated.
2: I am never flourishing or fancy. <laughs>
1: Well, I wasn't in character, so that's fine. <laughs>
0: in any case, well, I was this time, so
1: <laughs> he's just talking to no. But one. now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
0: in and out. <laughs> no, you said you can't phase it out of in and out of character like that recklessly. <laughs> <laughs> you're crossing the streams. So you know, so. I think y'all go to the mess hall then to the food court to the cafeteria that whatever sounds you like call
3: an it. excellent idea. Yeah, all sure. Right. Uh,
0: as you move, uh let me roll something for JJJ real quick here. Okay, so as you move, like even the slight movement causes JJ to sort of slip off your head, but he rolled a 21 on his deck saving throw, which just sort of recovers he just sort of latches around your neck. So now you're just sort of wearing him around your neck. <laughs> all right, sure. Got a fur got a furry scarf. Okay. <laughs> yep. And he bats at your lanyard as you walk along. You have, with, you, you have you have a stole. As long as he's batting at that and a not, stout. like, my a ear or my hair. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's fine.
0: Yeah. He's not interrupted with your ears at this point. Don't worry. Uh,
2: that's, the way you phrase that's not reassuring, Skitch. But, uh, okay. <laughs> of oh, not It's he's not, he's not near your ears, right? He's around
0: your neck. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Um as you as you go to the food court um it's again very bustling. There's a wide variety of races involved. As you go in, you see a human woman walking along with a an odd skeleton that has like three legs and three arms walking alongside her, uh, each arm carrying like a fairly large bag. As it sort of makes its way by, if you want to try to guess what uh, fear what it is, Peter, you're welcome to. Uh...
3: Okay, sure. I'm. I,
0: I can't help myself, really. <laughs> I, I I know you can't. Uh, just go ahead and roll Arcana for this. That's kind of what I was guessing. 18. Okay, so what you see in front of you is the uh, skeleton of what is known as a Zorn, uh, spelled X O R N. Ah, Zorn. Okay. Yeah. So it's a it's an earth elemental plane creature. Um, that has three legs, three arms, and like a single mouth mm-hmm. at the top. They, they devour gemstones, primarily. That, that is that is what they do. They do devour <laughs> gemstones. So chances are you would suspect that this woman would maybe have some gemstones. But then again, it's a skeleton, so maybe not? Ar- Arved will adjust his glasses and sort of
3: wander up to sort of peering around the the, the, one, the the Zorn skeleton, muttering fascinating under his breath before sort of nodding at the woman and then wandering off to get, to get some tea. <clears throat>
0: The woman just sort of gives you a curious glance, but then just sort of nods a bit your way. And as she walks, the uh, skeleton walks by. Um, but that rolls well. I'll even give you something that you could infer what the woman is, at the very least. Um, this is canonical and Dice Funk, before I say this, Peter. Okay. Uh, uh, so you've heard of specialists in different branches of magic. And in fact, there is specialists inside of necromancy. And this particular person seems to be a specialist in skeletons, which would make them an osteomancer, not a necromancer.
3: Ah, okay. Osteomancy. Fascinating.
0: Hmm. Right, T. Yes. So...
1: <laughs> she is pretty cute.
0: I'll have to take your word for that. She is slender, but she wears, like, a very nice dress that has plenty of sequins and... Gems kind of adorned on it. Uh, seems that she knows what Zorn like, so <laughs> so she might have a preference oh, there. I um, know what Zorn wants. <laughs> I know what Zorn like. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy! So um, let's see here. Uh, does anything particularly unusual
2: happen during you all getting food? I mean, like, what does Daneman even eat? Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, the short answer is a lot. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look how, at the how, size how, of him.
1: <laughs> how, ter- how terrible am I that the first thing that came to my mind was Danimals?
2: Oh.
4: <laughs> 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 nice. Uh and Nice!
2: And uh, also, you know, yogurt, especially Danon. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, got him! Just fucking got him. So, so yeah. So, with that being said, um, y'all, y'all will sit down. Uh, What does Colt? What does Coltash prefer to eat?
2: What do they like to eat? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm too busy laughing (laughs) because you keep (laughs) explaining.
1: Oh, I need a breath. <sighs> uh Clash are pretty similar to uh humans for the most part. Most of them tend to be you know, like a little taller, a little more slender. But otherwise, you know, they are just, you know, human bodies. So pretty much anything like a human would eat would be applicable here. Uh Coltash's particular preferences, uh uh oh, damn. What's what what's that one word? Uh, Cajun. Mmm, nice. She tends towards the Cajun cuisine.
0: Mmm, got it, got oh, it, got it. Well, yeah.
1: Cole does. Tash doesn't. Tash doesn't really care too much. Mm. But,
0: <laughs> this kid. The, the question is: Does Tash complain when Cole has Cajun?
1: Uh, no. Does complain about the company she keeps while having it though? Racist. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. It's an attitude thing.
0: Okay. <laughs> he he doesn't he doesn't hate certain races. He just hates most people.
1: There's there's just this one guy who talks like this and just doesn't shut up about it. Yeah, this like, big metal staff. you know, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: So like as you're as you are all indulging, there are just a variety of people around you. There's lizard folk, there's uh, there's like Kinku with earshot, um, you would see like one of the conference workers walk around. It's a water elemental. Cool. Uh, and it, and, it and, and yes, it refreshes your drinks.
1: Tash <laughs> does not particularly think too highly of this and is rather disturbed by it. Cole actually agrees for once and opts to get a, a tea along with, uh, Oh damn it. What's your what's your what's your guy's name again? Uh Arvad? Yeah, Arvad.
0: <laughs> Arvad. <laughs> Arvad,
1: yeah. Alright. Are we drinking its blood?
3: No, the essence of the, the physical manifestation of its of its being. Elementals are spirits that animate the 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 element in question. They don't the, the element in question isn't actually the, the elemental itself.
1: Oh, alright then. <laughs> <laughs> Tash meanwhile does not want nightmares. Cole does not want to hear about <laughs> Tash worried about having nightmares.
2: Danamens just like Danamens already passed this like. <laughs> <laughs> so yes,
3: yeah, yeah, Arved is drinking tea and eating a plate of actually some mildly undercooked beef or some sort.
2: Danimin's, he is a dragon. I mean, it- eating a lot of fruits and veggies. So I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> mm Hmm.
0: Like yeah, yeah, the the one the one short order cook. It's like I, I could saute it for you. That uh, I mean, that's what this is. This is the stir fry bar. Like, never mind that. Just keep piling the the raw fruit and veg. Just
1: <laughs> put more spices on it, especially mm-hmm. the, the banana. <laughs> especially the banana.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the banana, the spiciest. Yes. <laughs>
1: You got something wrong with a spicy banana.
2: It sounds like some sounds like that sounds like a uh, like a club name like the spicy banana. <laughs> I
0: guess it's a club now. <laughs> it sounds like that sounds, that, that sounds like a club like in a monkey island game. Yeah.
2: To the people to the people out there true. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. By the way, if anyone out there wants to make a club called the spicy banana, you can take it. Okay, we're not trademarking the name. I am. I want my money. <laughs> No copyright intended. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Original club do not steal. <laughs> OC do not steal. So um, um, so as you're doing this, the, the one thing you all notice as you're having your tea is you'll notice a curious figure walking by with a... a the best way to describe it. So the two of you there uh, who are enjoying your tea um, will notice another person walk over to get some tea and it is a short fair-haired individual with what looks to be a very like cream-furred uh almost white uh ferret perched on his shoulder oh no <laughs> but but anyways you if uh, if you wish you could try to look at this figure's uh lanyard or just look at them if you wish if you do just roll perception checks
1: if not you can just ignore them <laughs> I'm I'm apparently an 18 mancer. What is this? Yeah, we've been rolling a lot of those. (laughs) If you look over to them,
0: you'll see a name tag, and on the lander, the name tag, and on the name tag, you'll see a name that is um, Eolipile Stop. First name spelled A E O L I P I L E. Stop. Headmaster, um, the uh, Rakej Institute. And and just and then does the ferret have a little lanyard? Yes, it does. And the lanyard just has the name Sam on it. <laughs> Sam. Just Sam. And then it says, you know, uh, at service familiar. And you know, he just walks up, he gets his tea, and then just sort of moseys on away, just like whistling a little bit to himself. Uh, and, and when you're looking at it, you'll notice that while he is short... He's not a gnome. He's a halfling.
1: Ah, okay, fine. Sure, why not?
0: <laughs> so you see that individual and then can proceed to have the rest of your uh, lunch. As, as lunch is winding down, um, if there's anything you all want to discuss before pre-stations begin, you can. Um, if there's anything that you want to bring up about like what has happened so far... You may feel free to do so. Otherwise, we'll be shuffled over to the presentations.
2: Uh, I was just going to uh Dan is just going to give a a little bit of uh, you know, a pep talk, uh which you know is like, yeah, there's no need to worry. We have all practiced. Our presentations are in order. And we will emerge with Taurus. And as he gets more and more into it, it becomes like, it's almost like he's riding up and down the line of soldiers. Uh, <laughs> and that stupid horse's head may want to win, but I will not allow him to do so. I will have his... Wait, uh, no, I can't take that. He's already... Oh, <sighs> vile, clever bastard horse's head. <laughs>
0: roll performance with advantage <laughs> 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 just just do just do this for me roll
2: performance with advantage <laughs> uh, d with a minus 1 <laughs> so I rolled a one and a twenty, and dropped the one for a nineteen. So, so
0: this is so with this advantage, you rolled a natural one and a natural twenty. So this went from like the most awkward like pep talk ever to like holy shit, this guy.
2: So there's people just... around me who are like, man, as soon as you start talking about how much he hated that horse's head, yeah, exactly. it just really took off. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, the only one that some
0: people that are like,
1: yeah, that guy's got a point. Fuck that horse's head. Coltash <laughs> uh, skips away to the cafeteria really fast and just comes back with like a small jar of peanut butter and hands it to uh, <laughs> to oh damn it, Dan Denman, <laughs> and it's just it's just like I hear this works wonders if you put it under the gums. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Arved removes the soldier's helmet And puts the spear down that he somehow acquired He's not entirely sure where they
2: came from <laughs> um- <laughs> A bunch of people are wearing kilts <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah I-
1: uh, there's a <laughs> there's a kilt there's a kilt over uh Coltash's dress, so, so, like
0: like 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 JJJ has like a little beret and a kilt <laughs> and a matching like mini a mini set of bagpipes. <laughs> so um yeah, yes
3: uh indeed uh, uh just one thing to keep in mind there was that celestial hawk we should probably keep in mind it might have been a summon and it might have been spying just as uh, something to keep in the back of your mind. I don't know what could that could possibly indicate, but it occurs to me that it Bear's mentioning ah, well. where did this helmet come did? It, I don't even know how to use a spear.
2: <laughs> I, don't I don't understand what... I do not understand what the peanut butter is for. Ooh, but it's yummy. Just <laughs> like sticking his fingers into it. <laughs> Koltash is
1: about to speak, and then as soon as he starts to eat it, she t- just... The face bomb. <laughs> All right.
0: Like, well, after... after, after a, being uh, apple I, I, I will say this. Um, I will say this. Uh, Daniman, you are able to uh, uh, grant a mark of inspiration on <laughs> either Coltash or Arvad. Uh, who do you feel... Did you? Who, who do you want to grant that to?
2: That's kind of difficult because it sort of felt like they uh, were both... In, doing pretty well before. Um I'm going to go ahead and give it to Arvad just because he seems to have the less confrontational attitude. So <laughs> if I give it if I give it to Koltesh, she might just shoot somebody. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, I, uh, so I am
0: inspired to commit murder
1: right here and now. <laughs> with,
0: the, with that being said, remember you can always give the inspiration to someone else in the party at any time. So, oh,
1: okay,
2: I can I can move it back and forth.
0: Well, yeah, well, like in this case, Arvad can give it to someone else. Effectively, oh, we can
2: pass it around. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like you burn it and give yourself advantage on a check or dismiss a disadvantage. So, right. With that being said, um, it looks about the time is called. As you approach, uh, I take you all go to the uh, hall for the presentation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you approach, you see a billing posted outside of the hall, and it lists the order of presentation of the twenty institutes that are presenting. Oh no, I've got a bad
2: feeling. <laughs> uh huh. What, what is your bad feeling? Does does Rocket Point go right before us?
0: they
3: probably go right after us.
0: No, uh Rock Edge is the it's due immediately before uh Shard Point. Interesting. And okay. ShardPoint po- Shard is literally the 20th out of the list. Okay. So we close the show. You close the show. Uh, but that also means that everyone else is presenting before you as you are all ushered on into the hall to it's a very it's a very large presentation hall i would say that the the room the room can seat easily a good you know 1000 or so individuals easily so as you're ushered in and you're led to your seats in such a um hmm i'm trying to think. i want to, i want some sort of demonic creature or some sort of fiend to come up to the podium any, any suggestions on what fiend would be would be a good fiend race to have go up there
2: uh, uh I was going to say the same things.
0: <laughs> I was thinking of personally, but also a good option. Uh what's a Merilith out of
2: curiosity?
3: That's the serpent bodied six armed ones with the use that are famous swordsmen or women technically.
2: Succubus at a teacher's conference. She'll seduce you with knowledge. <laughs> Learning is sexy, honey.
1: Uh, we'll go with Merolith this time, just because you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that's a little less questionable. Thinking about it, <laughs>
2: yeah, we've already we've already done the joke. It's got, We're done. We're done.
0: <laughs> so as, as it was settles down, this you know this basically uh, it's not appropriate to call them a Naga esque creature. This is a a Marilith, So the best way to describe it, it is a the from the waist up is a six armed woman. Uh, from, I think they have, I I do
1: think they have red complexions.
0: It varies. Um, yeah. And then from the hips down, you know, just a very long giant serpent sort of body. And she just sort of moves smoothly across the stage to applause and such approaches the podium and addresses everyone. It's like, (sighs) Good, good afternoon, and welcome to the presentation phase of Eikosakan. You'll have to excuse the theological branch is still indisposed in their furious debates. They will not be letting themselves out until tomorrow, at the least. I am Mint. I am your mc for these events and i will say that attendance for every presentation is mandatory yes we have locked the doors and yes (laughs) we are not allowing anyone to teleport or use and use or use planes to escape this room you are all required to be here this is part of what you all agreed to yes even you she just says to no one in particular but for Baarva, do you feel
2: like it is specifically pointed to you
0: but but I wouldn't want to leave the the
3: listening part of this that that's the interesting thing
2: part oh, a sweet little nerd
3: <laughs> Yeah. I'm an academic, this is awesome. The listening part's great. it's the presenting part that makes no goddamn sense.
2: oh, man, it's like a nerd at a speech class
0: <laughs> so. She, so with that, you know, there's applause, and then the presentations begin, and every institute sort of presents in order. Um, I would say that to determine how, I guess, how interested in the presentations are you all. I know you're interested, Arvad. Okay, I'm interested in
3: base anything that is anything that is remotely academic. Arvad is completely locked in and is taking copious notes. He is likely to be interested in almost anything else, but you know, depending on how. Academically, how adjacent to actual academics they are will determine whether he takes notes or not. Basically,
2: Uh, well, Oren's instruction to us, I believe, was that we were here in order to receive accreditation, and that was basically his only goal. uh, Beyond um, Daneman deciding that they had to win, Uh, so Daneman is like listening to things in the sense of scoping out the competition. But if a presentation doesn't seem to be going well, or if yeah or if it's and also if it's something that just doesn't generally appeal to him um so
1: coltash is not a particularly uh patient individual and is pretty much uh spending a lot of their time let me let me specify cole is not a patient individual tash is and cole never listens um and so like Cole is basically just kind of like hanging around like in the back of the auditorium just kind of like where they won't be a, where she won't be a disruption while still like just practicing like her like gun maneuvers and whatnot because like not actually firing any shots but she took out like all the bullets so there's just like this like there, there's just a verbose degree of clicking behind the very back row <laughs> Like you have you'll
0: see that to comes like, oh, can,
4: can, 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 can,
0: can, can, can you keep it down a little bit? Click um, click 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 click. Uh I'm gonna have to report this. He just remembers as he like shuffles off. All right. So uh, On one other important note, none of you are entirely certain exactly where
3: Arved is producing the amount the copious amount of paper he keeps pulling out of his fashion. <laughs>
0: Because he's taking a lot of notes Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and let's do some um, uh, Let's see here to avoid... I don't know. Getting too bored. I'm trying to think of what check would be appropriate for this. Oh no!
1: I you know. Oh, no, I need that inspiration.
0: All right. Uh, l- let's just have everyone do just Constitution saving throws and see how long <laughs> it takes for them for getting. Oh, completely I might need bored. the. I
3: might. I might need the the
0: advantage for that. Uh, well, you have Constitution. You have proficiency with Constitution as a sorcerer.
3: Yeah, yeah that, that's a twenty. <laughs>
0: Natural twenty from some oh, no, so so not that bad. Cold I mean, yeah, Tash is just like whatever. <laughs> twenty one. Twelve. You have the lowest check because you're actually interested in this, so that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's fine. So like no one like falls asleep and snores through it. Um, out of curiosity, do any all have like ideas for particularly interesting or odd presentations that happen during the course of the several hours that this is going
1: uh Coltash's uh particular interest uh does land on uh this uh this th- this one pair of twins talking about like uh like interdimensional twin theory like they're actually twins but they're talking about this and their interest mutually between the two of them basically amounted to, "Hey, they're cute." Mm-hmm.
0: The the uh, the uh, now the question is: Were the twins born on the same plane? Were they born on separate planes due to
1: just like uh, the the same one? But they could have swore that they saw a third one day, <laughs> and we <laughs> swear that there was like a third of us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But then it turns out I was drunk and I was drunk too.
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but
2: yeah. <laughs> it's it's, v- it's Vicky with a K and Vicky with a C, okay? <laughs> and then we thought there might have been a Vicky with a CK. <laughs> <laughs> but with that shit.
0: So uh, I think you have an idea, uh, Arvad. Oh, uh, yes. For-
3: uh, the, the, one, of the, one of the particular uh, presentations that catches uh, Arvad's attention is the hyper intelligent velociraptor who comes out to, doing a presentation on the power and amazingness of, of crystal, crystals and crystalline magic. So many crystals.
0: So many crystals. Nice. Okay, and... Uh, and methods and if- for using to take over the world, specifically. <sighs> of course. Of course.
2: <laughs> and Daniman? Well, there's a dwarven uh, professor who w- once ran his own shop uh, who has a presentation on how to fleece adventurers. <laughs>
0: Very nice. <laughs> nice. The, tri- the, tr- the trick is, you always you,
2: you buy low and you sell high. You get that, okay? You, you buy low. Buyback value is always at fifty percent tops. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it leaves the store, it loses half its value.
1: <laughs> I'm just over here. Like, does, does this guy like just have like a chain in the Dungeons of Doom? <laughs> It's like, you have to realize, once someone's hands,
0: other than my own, touches this object, it is immediately worse in value
2: for the rest of its existence. That's how it works. As soon
1: as they take that
2: magic sword off the lot, it loses half its value.
1: Also, don't ever let any adventurers with pets into your shop. They will pick them up, and that is technically not stealing. (laughs) You can't prosecute pets, apparently. <laughs> Am I
2: right?
0: I'm just gonna
1: to continue to get to, like a
2: big laugh out of everyone.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna continue inserting as many net hack jokes in on this guy as I possibly can.
0: <laughs> That's very good, yes.
1: <laughs> so like
0: this thus all proceeds. Um, so after hours go by, we finally get to the penultimate uh, learning institute, Rakej. And the first person to go up and present is, well, incidentally, uh, Garvel. Aha. Garvel comes up and- I have a bad feeling about this.
3: Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen, but I think, at least I think I know exactly what's going to happen, but yeah.
0: Uh, and you ha- And you see <clears throat> a- A slight shifting of hands, a nervous cough, and then with a motion of hands, you see uh, portals appear nearby, and then three entire bookcases just fall in and just land surrounding him in a sort of a nice, clean arrangement. Do the books fall off the shelves? No, surprisingly, they do not. Mm, we gotta convert books. (laughs) And then he proceeds to pr- to uh, give a presentation about organization, optimization of books, of research, and of a whole slew of things about how to maximize the use of your institution's
2: learning resources. Well, that sounds familiar. I suppose it was his field of study, though. So. Mm.
3: I'm. T- I am taking notes and sort of nodding appreciatively when he gets when he's getting things right. If he and making notes whenever he gets anything slightly wrong, according to my exacting mm-hmm. standards. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. And just like yeah, you can go ahead and roll uh, insight when, if you want to, though uh, Arvad. <laughs> uh, sure. Although I might just say I intentionally fail. That's fair enough. You don't really catch on to certain details about like how it's going about, but they are definitely. Uh, 12 yeah like you're you kind of confirms like
2: Daneman's kind of like this seems awfully familiar hmm although Daneman's not sure because he kind of like just kind of like his eyes spin occasionally (laughs) maybe not
3: well we went to the same school we had the same professors right right and you know i i would never dare cast aspersion on the honesty and reputation of a, of a fellow librarian that would be wrong.
0: Yeah. Uh, Garvel also spends plenty of time espousing the superiority of dra- the draconian decimal system. <laughs> well, that is the, the the that is the best system, of course. Mhm. The 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 important part is where the decimals are and it's not where you expect.
3: Well, it's always it's also base 8 because of course. Of
0: course. I don't know what many of these words mean. Just I every, mean, every, every number is zero. How do you feel different? You just learn context. <laughs> context. Oh, okay, like, like how many apples for my hand? Mathematics, there's a concept. I think the, <laughs> how, how many apples were my hand? Zero. Okay. Well take one away. I take, take zero away. How many do I have left?
2: I have zero, obviously. No, no, no. You have zero left. That's big difference. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I remember that, uh, when, uh, eventually, uh, Terry Pratch introduced the troll uh, counting system, the base many system. Yes, yes. Which is one, two, many, many one, many two, many, many, many.
3: many. No, it was based. It was in base. It was effectively base four.
2: Oh, it can it was one, then two, go to three, three many. Then oh, okay, I oh, thought many
3: four. one, many two, many three, many, 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 yeah. many one, and eventually lots.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just eventually.
0: All right, so with that, so with that presentation done, there's you know, there's very good applause. Um, and then next comes on stage is uh, Irving, okay. <clears throat> and Irving floats on and begins with his grand entrance of just like, yes, yes, hold your applause. I know it's me, it's simply me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, As you do not get to be a hero like me without traveling far and wide. And how do you know where you're going? Well, that's very simple. And then there is like a a sweet turn and then several rift portals open and you see what seems to be the night sky of multiple different planes at the same time.
2: Wait a minute.
0: And as uh, would you know it, Irving is now proceeding with a presentation of how to navigate any plane using the stars of the of the planes.
2: There's no way you can give a presentation that, uh, covering all of that.
0: You'd think so, but everything's doing a pretty darn good job. Uh, um, but but uh, go ahead and just roll like uh, go ahead and roll your survival check with advantage
2: just to kind of base on your. Uh, okay, so it's two roll two d twenty drop one. Yeah, yeah, and then plus my uh score. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 24.
0: Yeah. So like he's getting like there's plays you have not been on, but you've heard things and he's relaying the essentials. He's not necessarily going into the same
2: depth that you did in your plane. I mean, it would be it would be impossible to cover a bunch of planes and do that. So
0: (laughs) sure. But but he's doing an astounding job conveying all these different planes cleanly to the different uh, attendees and uh, does it with a very big flourish um and then uh so there's some
1: applause I, he i want to say that at this point i think coltash is kind of uh starting to smell a rat and is going to lean over it was not a rat it was a bird because yeah if uh smith goes up there and he's doing the same thing then Coltash knows there's something knows there's fraud afoot because he does not
0: absolutely and speaking of which, as Irving was off uh, like uh wessington you know like uh does you know a a an an okay you know, ro- like diving roll into the stage pulling out his rifle aiming out into a particular direction and firing off stage only for the bolt to appear from the other side of the stage and hits a target that was placed somewhere on the stage. Yeah.
2: He does it. He does an okay role as opposed to an Oakley role.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so like, so, and then he proceeds to do a really like boisterous, like. <clears throat> well good after- well good afternoon there ladies and gentlemen and everyone else I'm here to show you the best ways to shoot targets that you can't even see across planes and then he just goes on and begins to do like fairly flourish fairly fancy shooting but he is shooting off in one direction bolt fly out on other directions and hitting targets that he's not even looking at properly um and it is very elaborated, over the top, to say the least.
1: Like I'm watching like the paths of these bullets, and I'm almost convinced that uh, the shots coming out of his rifle are not the same shots that are actually hitting the targets.
0: Go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll a uh, intelligence check with um, proficiency, just because of your background. So that'd be. Um, in your case, that'd be a plus three. So there's the bad roll. Yeah. So like, it's hard to tell exactly if the bolts he's shooting are the ones coming out of the portals. What the, the big thing that you can draw from this is all three of these presentations have been, mm-hmm. well,
1: you can, you can say it if you want. Yeah. These, these are copycat presentations that are focused on a certain theme, which tells me that someone is providing outside assistance quite literally i suspect
0: mm, possibly so uh is there anything you want to do while this presentation gets going because it seems like uh the other two presentations were shorter to give um smithy mick smithy uh smithy mc longarm <laughs> here to uh Smithing- smithington <laughs> uh, Smith- smithington yeah to to spend a lot of time uh doing the flashiest gunplay that he can with both hands. So Where is uh,
1: where is MC Mint in all of this?
0: Uh, Mint is, like, towards the front. And so it'd be hard to approach her without, like, drawing attention to yourself. You are positioned towards the back, though. Arvad is... So
3: Arvad does, does, does not actually suspect uh, Garvel at all. Mm-hmm. Because no, I would never cast aspersion on another librarian. However, it is blatantly obvious to him that Dan- that that Denman, that Irving and uh, Wessington have been have uh, utterly, uh, completely just cribbed their ideas from uh, from his colleagues. I'm going to relay this information. Uh, would you? Could you? Do you guys? I'm going to relay this information to Mint using the message spell.
1: See, I was going to do the same thing because I have sixty foot telepathy <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a Kalash star. Right. <laughs> I had the same idea. That's why I was asking, how far is she? Uh,
0: well, in, 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 so you both attempt to communicate with her. Uh, roll initiative to see who gets the message out first. Uh, sure. Uh, probably. Were, probably. Uh, <laughs> butt. Well, well, it's a.
1: Do do you do you, uh, do you have proficiency to initiative?
0: No 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 no. It's just a plus three for three. you. Three. <laughs> just, just X. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah yeah. So so Arvad, you you basically. So uh, I, have to ca- I have to cast a spell. Yeah yeah yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, she's just using telepathy. I mean. So so well, they just use telepathy. So you know. As as you do this, Mint sort of like glances about, then looks over over to you, Koltash, uh, when, You know she sort of it and just sort of raises one of her hands to her lips and just sort of sh- does that? Ooh.
3: Uh, when I see that, I will stop casting the spell.
1: All right. Uh, well, that's What's going. Fe- on? Feeling appropriately chastised. Cole, meanwhile, is not, and is just kind of. And both Cole and Tash, because they can both speak through this method, are both shouting "fraud." Uh,
0: after you do this a few times, you see mint dis- You see mint disappear. Just poof. Yep. Okay. And. And Mint appears immediately behind Coltash. Oh, hello! Uh, before leaning and just wrapping two of her arms around around you, Cole, and whispering, "Any any further disruption will amount to immediate disqualification of your entire institution."
2: I cast detect portal. i detect the distance and direction to the closest planar portal within one mile of me and i can do it once per short rest okay so you cast detect portal
0: um at the at the current point the closest portal that you can see is off stage right but but likely behind where the curtains are so it's not in line of sight unless you kind of go way out to the side
2: okay um am i allowed backstage at this time
0: sharp point is presenting after rakej so you could use that as a basis to get backstage
2: okay yeah i'll um i'll see what i can see um while i'm still here if i can kind of just poke around um you know without i'll, I'll make sure that i'm not disrupting ooh, by uh you know staying to the you know edge aisles of the uh area the only thing you can see kind of in that same offstage area is just a
0: little bit of a faint glow, but nothing more explicit than that. Uh, Arvad and Koltesh will see Danamin like skew off to the right hand side of the auditorium, head down towards the front um, as he's sort of looking at the stage.
2: All right. Uh, sure. Yeah, I will um see if I can, you know, you know, look around and see if I can actually get to, you know, and just the backstage area and I will try and give the explanation that you know I'm gonna be presenting next you know mm-hmm. does anyone else follow Danamin at this
3: point uh actually yeah because what the hell
0: yeah <laughs> so the, a lot of you show up there is a um there is a earth Genasi there looks up Caesar seizure lanyards and then see looks at the like, uh you're a little early but if you want to go get set up I think I think Professor Wessington is going to be up there for another 10 minutes at this rate.
2: Ah, thank you very much. He's got to milk it. People are paying attention to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I will, you know, just make my way backstage, and uh, I will explain once we are out of earshot of the Genases that I know uh, where the closest portal is, and uh, it happens to be backstage. So, what do you know? Yep. So... Uh, if he, once you're, you're now you are backstage stage
0: left currently, so and we need to be stage right. Stage right is where you sense the portal coming from. Okay, all right. So do you relay this to the others? Yes. Okay. So while now that you're backstage, you are backstage off stage. You can see out into the staging area. You can see where all these gunshots are coming from. Uh, anyone can. Investigate further, uh, using perception if they wish, or any other skill that you wish to kind of determine what's going on.
3: Well, there's magic, go- magic afoot. Sure, go ahead. Arcana definitely seems to make sense here. Go for it. So I will, uh, and actually, actually no, sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to Arcana, I'm going to cast the tech magic.
0: You can do so. That is a great idea, uh, and
3: I'm going to use a sorcery point to uh, what is it? subtle spell, I think.
0: Yes, you can cast it without any somatic or verbal no components. No somatic,
3: no verbal components.
0: Correct. So go ahead.
3: Uh, so I cast uh, So I cast uh, Detect Magic, and I, I'll make an Arcana roll as well.
0: Sure. Go ahead and do so.
3: To analyze what I'm sensing here. hmm 20 on the
0: uh, Arcana roll. Excellent, excellent. So you sense a particularly... So the portals are, of course, a little bit of magic about them. But you sense a particularly strong focal point of magic offstage right and with detect magic you can kind of see the thing that's glowing around it um you can see that it's glowing with very powerful um conjuration magic because i believe conjuration is the magic of like translocation portals and stuff like that um and the object
1: that's that's, that's where summoning is yeah yeah
0: yeah and um the uh shape of the object is uh, best described as a Uh, Peter, do you know what a grand icosahedron is? A great icosahedron. Oh, yeah, okay. It's it's one of those uh,
3: spiky things with... Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. So it's a great... So what you see is a great icosahedron that's about mm, 10 by 10 inches pulsing, and every time it pulses, it seems that a different portal forms in the area.
3: I will sort of scratch my chin and stare stare owlishly at it as I sort of try to figure out exactly how it's working. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So, but you are able to detect that that thing is particularly magical. It is conjuration based and it's and it is pulsing and reacting when portals are forming.
1: So like, I've got a, I've got a better position here as opposed to the back. And like, I imagine if like these portals are opening, there ought to be like a sound discrepancy if there is a second shooter,
0: as you can tell, as far as you can tell, the way the bullets are traveling, while there is a slight change in pitch because of the loss of velocity, um, there's nothing to suggest that there is a secondary
2: shooter over the over the grassy portal. You know, <laughs> Deniman is contemplating what to do, and he kind of like mutters out loud, "Well, we were told not to interfere in the other presentations. Hmm.
3: This is a silly question, and I'm uh, is he is he." bringing out new targets from time to time are they bringing out new targets to the portals at time from time to time
0: yeah there's different targets that are being rolled out by like other assistants and otherwise
3: all right uh the first thing that sort of pops in my head that could be mildly amusing and might be might mildly affect his performance that people might not notice is if I were to cast mage armor on one of the targets I'm not sure I can legally can <laughs> but I think it'd be kind of kind of
0: hilarious make it harder to hit. <laughs> Well, no, yeah. Well, you could touch. So you could touch uh, normally a creature, but I'm willing to spend a
3: sorcery point to adjust this if you'd like.
0: That that is a that is a fine. Uh, I think that's a fine enough idea to do that. Yeah. So go ahead. So what you're doing here is effectively uh, you're spending a sorcery point, and then as one of the dummies is being set up, you're like you're just patting it, and then all of a sudden it has mage armor. Yes. So yeah. As you do this...
3: I'm trying to ruin at least one of his shots.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, so you do that. It gets rolled out and it gets set up on the stage. And Smith is just like, you know, doing some doing some of his fancy shooting. I'm going to go ahead and just roll just a, an attack roll to kind of show off to see how he's doing in general. You know, like, yeah, his one shot, he rolls 17. Does a great job. Next shot, 20. Even better, he hits that target. You know, natural twenty. Oh yeah, he's just going all out with these shots. And then he lines up and he shoots for the target that has mage armor on it, and um, the the sight of it kind of throws him a little off. And wow, he still rolls really well, and he, so he still hits the target. Um, but <clears throat> so what happens is that he hits these targets kind of in rapid succession. Mm-hmm. The target with the mage armor uh, doesn't get quite as destroyed as the other ones, though, because the armor uh, impacts it. And it falls over. And let's see here. Let's, oh, I don't know. Let's flip a coin. Yep. So with my little coin flip there, I get a two. Um, what happens is that the mage armor doesn't completely nullify. But it's like what happens if you put a um, a Kevlar vest on a dummy. Since the vest is kind of absorbing the impact, it will cause the thing to move more. So instead of falling over, it launches over. And you see it as, you watch Arvad as, instead of making him miss the target, it just makes the target crash into the great icosahedron. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my God. Oh, boy.
3: That wasn't what I was hoping for, but it might
0: be better than what I was hoping for. <laughs> as this happens, Better the next, or worse. As this happens, the uh, next shot that, uh, the next shot that um, Smith lines up and fires um, doesn't go through a portal because the portal never happened and <laughs> ends up hitting, hitting the wall right by where a lot of you are standing, uh, at which point he sort of settles like, Wait a minute! That was supposed to ha- that. I, I, I do I do believe that wasn't supposed to happen.
2: Uh, 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 just a moment, and Daneman grabs the nearest stage worker. is like, "Did you see that? He just tried to shoot us."
0: <laughs> the uh, Smith runs off stage over to where the uh, icosahedron is, and he is he starts messing with it uh, and poking at it.
2: Peter, go, uh, Peter, just go
0: ahead and roll like an uh, arcana check for me because you still have to detect magic up. Yeah. Oh, six. Well, natural one. Yeah, uh, can you? I use my inspiration to re-roll that? Sure you can. Go ahead. Excellent. Give yourself advantage on that roll. On this roll too? Okay, great. Yeah, that's basically what you're doing. You're giving yourself advantage on the roll.
3: Uh, so I'm just going to... Yeah,
0: I'm just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go, 19.
3: Okay. There we are.
0: So you see this man... Who has no understanding of how to use magic items? Oh no! Mess with this thing <laughs> here, and all of a sudden, uh, oh no! There is all of a sudden like Arvad's eyes my... sort of
3: bug out. He's like, no, 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 sir, sir, sir! You probably
0: don't want to. <laughs> Multiple portals just erupt out from it across the uh, space. A total of four portals erupt on the stage in particular. And from each, you see five sets of heads coming out. as oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> as, a, as a creature comes out that looks like it is uh, sort of ethereally tied across these four bodies, each possessing five heads. Um, and each looking like they have a slightly different sort of like uh, planar attunement
2: to them. Um oh dear. Uh does anyone here want to throw a guess into what this creature is? Uh sure. Um well I mean I'm going to make a roll because I have no idea. But
0: <laughs> oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. Go ahead.
2: Uh I what would this be? Like nature?
0: Nature. Sure, okay. nature, sure. Let's go with nature. That's fine. 19. Okay, well, there's one of these. You'd probably call it a hydra. Right. <laughs> But there's a total of 20 heads to this hydra. Yeah, hydras normally don't have that many heads. So so what would be the appropriate name for a 20-headed hydra? A dodeca hydra? Or, hey, come on. Hydra. This is an Icosahydra. There's there's your punchline for the session of Peter. Hey. Anyways. This is your
3: Icosahydra and Icosahydra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, why? Uh, Math that's... jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm normally down for, honestly. So, <laughs> listen, I figured they, I figured you'd
0: find that at least ch- ch- uh, amusing here.
3: All right, so when that pops out, adjust adjusted glasses and a Casa Hydra. I thought there was only theoretically possible.
0: Fascinating. Well, well, you are. Well, you are in the realm of math. As long as there's a possibility, that basically counts. So,
1: so. uh, uh. Uh, our, uh, our, our, our friend over there has, uh, has started mucking around with the uh, infinite improbability device.
2: I mean, quantum theory states. Planar traveler uh, Daneman just crosses his arms and looks smug and says, That's nothing. I have seen an imaginary Hydra before. Really? <laughs> what did it look like? Uh, you, know, you know the uh, young Hydra when they have uh, one head? Imagine, imagine the opposite of that. And now imagine one of its children. Fascinating. Or I guess it would be one of its parents, come to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, and with that being said, everyone go ahead and roll initiatives. Yeah. I'm right. shocked. Shocked, I say. All right. Time for initiative, which is. Ah.
1: Oh. 14. Despite all of this, my inclination is to shoot the man and not the monster. <laughs>
0: Wow, so so Arvad is going to get... So we got... Danaman has three. Coltash has six. Uh, Arvad has 14. And the Akasa Hydra has 10. So let's go ahead and begin. Arvad, initiative is yours.
3: Uh that's a really, really, really... Uh, okay, so the, does the Hydra look aggressive? Does the Akasa Hydra look aggressive? Like it might be... Uh...
0: It, 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 it is... It is... is. It is. Is. <laughs> It appears fairly hostile because of how it's shown up here, and um, it is even snapping at the audience a bit as all it right. enters if on stage. All right, if it's snapping at the
3: audience, then I, then then clearly uh, something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I'm going to be doing a couple of things. I'm going to run out on stage, shout a warning to the audience to get their heads down and to you know stay away from this thing. It is dangerous. This is a dangerous hydra. They are. I'll r- rattle off some random bullshit about what, you know, the, the what plane they're from and how, you know, what they, and it is clearly aggressive. You should keep your distance while uh trained professionals deal with it. Uh I will use uh two sorcery points to cast to quicken a casting of a mage armor on myself. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh
3: because uh <laughs> need my bonus action.
0: Well, and, and you you still have room to cast a cantrip as a regular action if you want to.
3: Uh yeah i guess so yeah i will then uh, so i will then cast uh uh let's see i guess i will cast
0: f- yeah frostbite at it okay uh which one of the four bodies you're going to aim at uh there's uh, what's
3: the- called the closest one uh, yeah, the closest one yeah uh, actually sketch do they look does do any of them look like they are do they look like they're the classic classical four elements
0: uh, they they look similar to, uh, but that may but it's not clear whether they are actually attuned to those particular planes. So there is one that is reddish. I will I will aim for the reddish one then. Okay, go ahead and let's see. That is going to be a Constitution saving throw on the part of it. Yep, So go ahead and
3: uh, my attack. It's I believe is Con fourteen for
0: correct. So uh, twenty one. So it does. So it res, So the red one gets. Hit with this cold magic, it resists it and just sort of like glares over to where you are as you do that. Yep. Okay. Um, next I up, tried. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, next up is the Hydra itself, and the way it's going to work is the following: um, uh, the one that's closest off stage, which is we're just going to call the uh, the blue one, is going to snap at whoever is closest to to it. Who would that be?
2: Uh, the one that's off stage.
0: Yeah, because the three of you are off stage. Well, actually, Arvad is on stage, so uh, it's going to snap at the closest one that is off stage. To uh, that'd it. be Smith. <clears throat> uh, well, no, that's the other side. That's the other <laughs> oh, side. Okay, that's, right, right,
2: <laughs> there's the one that's close.
0: The one that's closest to you is blue. The one that's closest to Smith is yellow. There's a green one, and then there's a red one. So right.
2: I, I'll be close to the blue one. Sure.
0: So okay, the blue one attempts to, uh, attempts to. Snap at you here. Let me go ahead and get my, my table here pulled up. Got it. It's going to attack at you twice.
2: Uh, 10 and 14. Uh, those will miss if those are the final attack rolls. My armor class is 17. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically, like, they both kind of snap out at you and <clears throat> try to do what they can to menace you and both miss. Um, Next up, there's the... uh Next up, the... Red one is going to attack, uh, Arvad for, you know, attacking it first. 20 and 15. So, uh, it, so my armor class is 18 currently. Sure, Major that's arm. fine. So the first one hits you and it does, um, let me go ahead and pull up my information here. This is going to hurt. It'll hurt a little bit, but not as much as you might think, so, uh... Nine damage. It's a pretty Ow. sizable like snap at you with one of its head. Um, the one closest to the one closest to Smith attacks twice on Smith and hits him once for with a nine and a sixteen. The second one hits and Smith gets bit for nine damage and like ends up dropping the I, the icosahedron and gets away from uh, the Hydra as while well, trying to fumble for his gun a bit. Um, the green one. Uh, tries to menace the crowd, um, but otherwise uh, doesn't attack anyone immediately. So go ahead and... Uh, go ahead, Coltash. Uh, it is your turn.
1: All righty. Coltash uh, is going to uh, kind of run brazenly out there and uh, attract as much attention as she can without actually getting into, you know... A particularly dangerous area in, uh, in particularly uh, the green one's field of view, because, uh, well, haranguing the audience is no good. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, she is going to, uh, pull out her, uh, revolver, look like she's gonna just like point and shoot, and then proceeds to, uh, do a, a side aerial over to the other side of the creature and plug it from there instead. Cool. Um, and uh, she's even going to double tap it. I'm going to use uh, extra attack.
0: It, oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. We you, your you attack, you, you have extra attack anyway, so go ahead and roll both attack rolls against the uh, green one. All
1: right, that's a 21, followed by a
0: crit. Okay, uh, do you want to spend a superior dice on either one of those two? Uh, on the crit, yeah. Okay, uh, What what do you want to do with that one? Uh, that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a menacing
1: attack. This thing is gonna fear the hell out of me.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll your total damage. That is going to be three D ten plus three D eight plus six. Is the damage you're doing?
1: Thirty six damage.
0: So that's thirty six damage to the green one in particular, right? Yes. Okay, let me go ahead and get my uh, sheet up here real quick. So, and then after that, there.
1: It is going to make a wisdom saving throw uh, versus thir- uh, 14. Otherwise, it is uh, frightened of me.
0: Okay, so so basically what happens here is... Um, so, as you're doing this, describe how the green one is taken out this way.
1: Ah, I see. All right. Uh, in that case... Um, what happens is, uh, Coltash makes their approach and proceeds to, you know, do an aerial over the whole thing and is just kind of, and fires one at the apex of the jump, like straight down. And it has kind of like a bowling pin effect where <laughs> one head smashes into a bunch of the other heads. <laughs> and then upon landing, uh, Coltash, uh, We'll do a, uh, a back roll right under it and we'll fire into the most underside uh, head and knock it straight back up. So they just have basically they get bullets. Sand- so it's the b- so themselves. it's like the ball bearings on the
2: desk.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's like, like, Colt- <laughs> much, yeah, Coltash rolls out and basically just completely takes out one of the Hydra by herself with her first attack action. <laughs> nice. uh, so uh, is that it for your turn for the time being?
1: Uh, I think that's going to be uh, pretty much all I will do on a mechanical level. Coltash uh, will be standing between, you know, like the rest of the heads and the audience. But otherwise, that's about it.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Danamin, it is your turn. There is what, like one part of this multifaceted hybr- Hydra is downed. You have three more parts to it. It's weird. Again, like it's. It feels like it's one entity
2: across four bodies, the way that it's behaving. All right. I am going to begin by casting Hunter's Quarry. Okay. And uh, make the blue Hydra my quarry. You got it. And uh, since it is right in front of me, I'm going to take my Yikowa, my, uh, my spear, basically, and I am going to uh, circle, circle it and jab at it uh, and just attack the thing in general. Okay, and uh, all right. So this is I get two attacks. So
0: you mark the you mark the you mark the Hydra as your quarry, and you attack the blue one in particular. And it's uh, it, you, both the attacks kind of barely miss the heads, and they keep their attention on you in particular as you sort of again menace them and draw their attention away from the audience at the very least.
2: Fair enough. That's fine.
0: All right. With that, we are back to the top of the order. Arvad, you got you got the red. All right.
3: I will maneuver so that I'm sort of bet- between the body of the Hydra that I'm, the, the red Hydra that I'm that I'm looking at, and the audience, because again. Yep. Uh, and I will cast uh, Ice Knife at third level.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. That's a good spell.
3: Yep. 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 At the center head of the Hydra body, I'm fighting.
0: So the red one. So go ahead
3: and roll your... And hoping that it's sort of the, the anticipation that when the knife will explode, it'll be doing damage to the rest of the heads.
0: I mean, I like to think the idea that you pull like the the knife out of the same satchel that the papers are out of.
3: <laughs> well, no, no, no that 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 that, 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 s- that satchel is entirely filled, filled with books and papers and, and like writing mm-hmm.
0: implements mm-hmm. and shit. Hmm. And ice daggers.
1: I like to. I, I like to more imagine that this was just a pen, and you just made it an ice dagger.
2: You like pull <laughs> out a set of drawers of uh, library cards that you keep you, everything filed in, and the, uh, there's in the in the eye drawers where your ice dagger is.
3: <laughs> no, no, I, I like. I actually really like Words' idea. Uh, basically, I will take one of the quills out of my out of my my thing, freeze it, and fling it at the at the at the center head that's, of the Hydra. That's cool. Yeah. Thus proving that the pen is mightier than the hey! sword. Hey, there you go. I was waiting for it. I mean, duh, that was the obvious answer. Okay, roll, a, uh, roll the
0: roll the uh, d20 plus 6 for your attack roll. Yep. d20 plus 6. 17. That will hit. So go ahead and roll your initial damage of 1d10 yep. for piercing. Uh, so it takes takes d10
3: piercing damage.
0: Yep. One.
3: <laughs> it takes one piercing damage. <laughs> but then it explodes. Yep. And um, it's got to make a saving throw. Uh, what is the saving throw against? Uh, let me, with this uh, ice knife, is dex, yep, and anything, if it will be taking...
0: It, it rolled a four on its dex saving throw. Uh, it fails then. Yep, so what is the damage?
3: It, it, they will be taking, th- everything in the area will be, within five feet, will be taking 3d6 ice damage, uh, cold damage.
0: I think it's, uh, let
3: me double check 2d6 base, but it's increased by one level because I'm casting a third level.
0: Uh, no, no, that, that, makes, that increases it by two, so it's actually 4d6. Ooh. Noise. Ice, ice knife is a first level spell.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. You're you are correct.
0: <laughs> I have everyone's character sheets up here. it has references. So there. plus one more d6. Sorry. Yep. Good.
3: So eleven plus three more, so fourteen
0: to each head. Uh, Fifteen total. Fifteen total. Okay. As you do this, um, as you do this, um, it looks like three of the heads on the uh, red hydra, like, get severed off with the and the the base of the next kind of freeze over as the quill explodes, um, and takes this thing down just that much further there. So that is fifteen. Okay,
3: cool. I adjust my gla- I adjust my glasses sort of up on the bridge of my snout. Is there is there, is there a little bit of like gleam across them? For- of course there
2: is. <laughs> do you do you smirk? No, no. Oh, okay. That would be unbecoming. <laughs>
3: I didn't. If I drop the Hydra, maybe, but I didn't. So. Did Did you look away from the knife as it explode,
2: exploded? No. <laughs> no, no, because he's not cool, and only cool guys don't look good at explosions. Okay, so that so
0: that takes care of that. So the uh, let's do the Hydra. So there's three parts of the Hydra. The first part of the Hydra, the red one, is going to attack Arvad. But since three of its heads are dead, it only gets to attack once. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, twenty-one. It, hits me again it still because, hits. It's, yep. Yeah. So, like, ow, for nine damage again. Ow. Jeez. That is. I'm at nine. Mm. It it and has done
3: d- one third of my max hit points each hit. Just, each just hit.
0: Whereas the uh, blue one that um is, that Danaman is dealing with is going to attack. Uh, I'm twice. Yep. Uh, it's gonna sw- swing and bite at him twice over, thirteen and fourteen, both of which misses. So you two are just like sparring at each other. Yep, it's the most epic fight where no one's connected with a single
2: hit. The
0: the yellow hydra, the yellow branch, of the hydra sort of like can't uh can't seem to reach at Smith. So it kind of turns his attention and sort of like kind of tries to make an attack out to the audience in general. Uh, and one of the attacks. Um, <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. I know I was like standing out here, like holding attention at that. Can we retroactively say that you know, like if it turns away from him, that's gonna look at me?
0: Well, you did do the actually, you did do the menacing shot. So let me just do something real quick here. Um, uh, let me just do a quick roll here. All right, so because I the. uh, it's a wisdom saving throw, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so basically, uh, to rep to re- so basically the uh, the yellow hydra like doesn't see Smith. It rears up and is about to lunge at the audience, and then it sees Coltash is standing there, and it just sort of like <laughs> s- gives a very sort of like sneering sort of look your ways or only rolled a seven when trying to resist your menacing shot. Uh, so it only rolled a seven when trying to resist her menacing shot. So it is uh, kept at bay by your intimidating presence. There,
1: I'll accept this.
0: Okay. Uh, speaking about that, Coltash, it is currently your turn.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a uh, a similar performance, but I never do the same performance twice.
4: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, instead, what I instead what Coltash uh, is going to do. Is uh, they will actually head off over to the side off stage where uh Smith is hanging around mm-hmm. and will proceed to uh hop on top of his shoulders and just fire in all of the uh the shots at the uh the yellow hydra from there.
0: Okay, uh, go ahead and do an acrobatics check to see how successful your launch is.
1: 19
0: yeah so like you see smith trying to line up a shot and what we effectively do is you jump one foot plants in the shoulder the other presses right on top of his rifle it just shoves it down as you sort of like leap backwards and as you backflip go ahead and uh pull your shots off against the yellow hydra
1: sounds good to me 20, 20. Oop, not 30 1D30, huh? <laughs> it's, a, it's a very impressive shot.
0: Potentially. All right, so I got a 24 and 11. So the first shot does land.
1: All right. Uh, so I have an interesting question. Can this thing trip? Well, the thing about this
0: Hydra is, is that the the bodies that are sort of joined for it, the, they are a bit smaller than a regular full-sized Hydra. So... It's potential to trip. This one, yes.
1: All right. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw a superiority die to make this a trip attack. All right. Go ahead and attempt that.
0: Uh, go go ahead and roll your damage roll. It'll be what D10 plus D8 plus three.
1: All right, sixteen damage,
0: and it is going to roll strength, trying to beat fourteen. Ah, I it did. It rolled a fifteen, so it did beat that. But you do you do cleave off three of the heads on the yellow one.
1: Uh, action surge. All right, you can. As you're still flying in the air, I like to think I'm just like perched on top of Smith at this moment. <laughs> I, I think
0: you're flying through the air, like out back into like you're off stage, and you're flying back on Actually, stage. No, wait, this,
1: yeah, this is this, this is a, you're, yeah, this is an action search. You're right. So it's like yeah, I'm just like using him as like a bounce. And, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And uh, yeah, uh, more attacks at uh, yellow friend here. So I'm just gonna do 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 do. I say fourteen, and twenty-two. There we go. Both attacks hit. Excellent. Uh, not gonna do any. Uh, not not gonna do any superiority die on two D ten dice plus six. Yep.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I have a feeling that this thing is uh about to suffer a uh, a critical existence failure. Possibly. Fourteen.
0: Okay, so. So uh, it, it, it's down to one head, ah. but it's still up.
1: Curse you one.
0: So, yeah. So we have uh,
2: the yellow has one head. The red has two heads and the blue has all five heads still. I'm going to say, wait here for one moment. And then I'm going to uh, vanish as I cast uh, Mist Misty Step. Uh, yep. And uh, so that is going to teleport me uh, 30 feet away from it so I can charge it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> go ahead. I thought you were going to say something
0: about that stupid horse's head in that process as well. But, you know, <laughs> let's uh, go ahead. Let's see him do this. <laughs> let's
2: <laughs> get a load of this. All right. So I just roll a regular attack. Uh, yes, the roll. master plan. Net twenty. Oof, Okay,
0: that's twenty. Uh, do you want to roll your second attack to see what the uh, follow up attack is? is it because you do two attacks. I do you do get to attack do attack two action, attacks,
2: right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus
0: six.
2: You guys are just steamrolling this nineteen. Okay, so that's the one that has hunter's mark on it. So yes, so each attack is my weapon attack plus the hunter's mark damage.
0: Right, and so that and you're attacking. What is the uh, damage dice on
2: the weapon? Uh it's 1d8, and then Hunter's mark is one D six, and then damage bonus is five. So it's three D eight plus three D six plus ten. Thirty-four <laughs> That's more okay, like yeah, it. There we are. So like yeah, <laughs> so like
0: so tell me how you do this one here. How you take out this one.
2: Uh I shishkabob all of its heads on my on my <laughs> and uh <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of rip them all off in one go and uh they're all kind of impaled on my head as I ride past. I don't ride past, but run past, trot past.
0: <laughs> so you just like, you, you, you all are just like weighing lace, uh, just laying waste of this whole thing here. Um, <clears throat> as this is going, uh, uh, Arvad, it is your turn. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for me as you're dealing with and looking at the the, the red Hydra before you. Plenty 0.
3: 19! Yeah, nice.
0: Okay. So there's two things that you notice in particular. One, above the there's like a bit a little bit of signage kind of showing which institute is presenting. And you'll notice <laughs> that it doesn't say Rock Edge Institute, right? now. a sharppoint <laughs> Um that but that's that's not the important part. The important part is that you could see like uh, in the shuffling for what uh Coltash has done that the great Akasahideran is like really close by to where you are. Like you could F- feasibly move and get to it if you wanted to.
3: I would love to do that, but there are hydras here still. Mhm. Technically. There I going to move towards it though, cuz I do want mm-hmm. to do some I do want to monkey with it a bit with my actual my actual knowledge of this sort of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to w- Wessington's there. Uh, but I, uh, are, how many
0: hydras are still on stage? There are two, there are two bodies of the hydra left. The yellow two one is the hydra still on stage. The yellow one. How and close they are, they are they together? They're basically adjacent and
3: excellent. I'm going to move back towards the, uh, the, towards the, Icazodran in so that I, in such a way that I can actually center, uh, Snilox snowball swarm between the two of them to catch both of them in it.
2: Snailox snowball swarm.
3: <laughs> you are
0: correct. Yes. And I'll be casting that at third level. Uh, all right. That's a lot of damage if they don't make their saving throw. Yep. So, uh, yeah, they,
3: they make their saving throw. Dex saving throw. <laughs> they make a four. So uh, that is four die six damage. Oh, yep. God. To all of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, so so how how do you want to describe these last two bodies, like being finished off from this? All right, so the two bodies
3: sort of you see the ice sort of creep up the, the snow falls on them and the ice starts creeping up the bodies as they just sort of freeze sort of stock still. I adjust my glasses, turn to the castle hide, and snap my fingers, and they shatter into, into shards of ice.
0: There you go. That's the that's the uh, there's the smirk. All right, <laughs> very cool.
3: Um, I grin toothily at the icosahedron.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you grin at it. You also notice that it's still pulsing a bit, mm-hmm. and you can see like heads starting to come out of the portals again. Oh no!
3: <laughs> oh, for crying out loud! I, I will next
0: next round. I will then then
3: see if I can shut the thing down, but I can't do it this round.
0: So at the next round there are no attacks, but you can see like another set of like just the head. The next head and neck portions. Twenty heads start to creep out and. It, uh, before it gets to you we'll just do a quick run through the other two real quick Coltash uh, what do you do while the, the more more heads start appearing through these portals
1: well this here is uh, a six shooter and uh, for those keeping score at home I've have, I have thrown off uh, six shots at this point yep so uh, at this point Coltash is going to uh, demonstrate her uh, their ability to reload effectively at which point uh, with one hand they will just kind of snap their arm forward and down out of the sleeve is going to roll a uh, a speed loader <laughs> to which they will throw it above their head while it's you know spinning wildly and in midair and will basically like lash their arm out with uh with with, with the revolver open the chamber and just kind of like slam it into the speed loader in midair and all of the uh, the bullets are going to go into the chamber's perfectly nice uh you slide a of hand as you're doing that just to see how much it impresses the audience uh i rolled an
0: 8 oh wait you you do it um it's just uh it's not as clean as you would like um but you know you you do reload the weapon you didn't like completely jam it up and then what do you do as a follow up to that bonus action
1: Uh, from there, I'm gonna just, uh, hunker down, put one arm over the, uh, over the hammer, and just unload.
0: Yep, go ahead, uh, just pull off your attack rolls against, like, the heads that are appearing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Eighteen.
0: Oh, yeah, just
1: just go ahead and roll that damage. Technically, these aren't arms, and they don't have weapons, but, you know, I, I have a feeling what's coming, so let's just say I'm disarming them anyway. With, with disarming attack.
0: Sure, let's just do that. Why the hell not?
1: <laughs> oh, they're losing their teeth. 16, I rolled poorly.
0: Well, you, you do cleave off a few heads, uh, and the more there's just a pile of, like, necks on the ground with heads attached to them. <laughs> People in the front are probably covered in some degree of blood. They're in the splash zone, you know? I am not. <laughs> um, surprisingly, no. Uh, Danaman, what do you do as these heads kind of come into play?
2: The first thing that Danneman's going to do is uh, take a quick uh, look to uh, make sure that uh, JJJ is uh, still secure around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> he he, uh, he gives a squeeze around your neck. All right, good. Uh, and uh, then I am going to uh, drop my yikowa because it has lots of heads on it right now. Um, and, I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm going to draw my longsword and I'm going to charge one of these other appearing Hydra heads or Hydra bodies, I guess. Yep. And, uh, go after this thing. So. Yep. And, uh, I'm going to basically like, uh, be running straight at this thing and take a leap and kind of like come down on the portal as it's emerging.
0: Okay. The first attack hits, uh, go ahead and roll your, for,
2: announce what your numbers are for the attacks, by the way. Uh, 15 for the first attack. hmm Uh, 20 for the second attack. And because I charge without using a bonus action this time, I also get to get my hooves melee attack. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! Go for it. So yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a uh, jumping up and down on this thing, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think my hooves miss because I always rolled.
0: Your one. hooves do you miss, but right. go ahead and roll your damage for the first two att- attacks with a long sword. Again, it's very fancy. Uh, it's two attacks, right? Uh, Twenty-seven. Yeah, so you like you like you two are cleaving off these heads as they're coming out and even as you're doing this you kind of see more heads start to come out like as this is yep. becoming like some eldritch whore of sorts.
2: More and more portals <laughs> are opening more and more quickly yeah. kind of thing.
0: Kind of thing, yeah. And that leads us over to Arvad. All right, I'm going to try to shut
3: this shut the, try to fix the, the 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 great, great Akasahedron so that it stops opening port- to close the portals. Um, okay. Um, uh, go ahead. I, I am going to, as I'm using my skills to do this, I'm going to bellow at Garvel to get his get his scaly butt over here and assist me as I will give him instructions on how to do what he's do, to do things properly. To do, do it to what he needs to do. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to basically make it very clear that, you know, I need your skills over here, Garvel. Follow
0: my instructions. We should be able to shut this down. Uh, are you being more... Uh, do, how, are you being angry or, like, supportive? Oh, no, no, no,
3: no, 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 no. So, Again, so go ahead and librarian. Sure, 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 So go ahead and roll <laughs> he persuasion He did nothing wrong. <laughs> right. Go ahead, go ahead and roll
0: persuasion for me, so... Uh-huh, rolling d20 d20 plus six. 16. Oh, okay. Like... You like Garville, like sort of peers out from behind like one of the set pieces off stage and it's just like he's just sort of grimaces a bit before he heads on over to kneel adjacent to you and and then just sort of mutters under his breath some as he starts to try to assist however you want to go about so. How do you want to attempt to, to basically turn off the Acasahedron? Akai-
3: well, unfortunately, I do not know dispel magic. Uh- <laughs> no, no. But-, but I will use my Arcana skills to analyze the current uh, planar magic settings that this thing has been set to. Because it's clearly an artifact of some sort.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And see Go if ahead. I can
3: realign them in a way, such a way to shut the portals down. Go ahead and roll Arcana for me. All right. Uh, and I will explain what I'm doing to Garval while I'm doing it, and hopefully
1: he'll be able to assist me effectively.
0: Mm-hmm. And eleven. All right. So, do you want Garval to assist in this respect?
1: Aid action would be advantage. You'd have advantage, so you just roll again.
0: Yeah. So in this case here, like Garval is aiding you, so you can go ahead. and roll Sixteen
1: instead. All right.
0: So basically, what you can tell is that the way this works, think of it as sort of like a kind of like a Rubik's cube type thing, where it can be rotated and spun in different directions. Right. It's just that. What's underlaying it are effectively magical current and not colors. Right. But through your in, uh, through that look there, you feel like you could spend.
3: Uh, actually, uh, sketch. Do I remember what the the, the magical pattern? I remember the magical patterns. It was set at before. <laughs> I was going to say you have keen uh, mind, so
2: so, so I, will I will try to reset it to the way it was before. Welcome to the challenge, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, uh, I yes. will say...
1: The, the the Rubik's ley line.
0: Yes, so with that being said, go ahead and roll Arcana with advantage
2: since you do remember what the prior pattern was. While he's doing this, Deniman's going to say, I have a Mesa on my right flank if you need that instead. Twenty-four. So yeah. So like basically, like you have this thing up, and like you're like you're
0: twisting, turning, spinning it around, and then all of a sudden there is a point where like as you're doing this, the portals are kind of shifting in tone. The they're showing different locations, and all of a sudden. Uh, you set it to one particular configuration, and then it resets back to where it was during Smith's presentation, and everything just kind of gets eerily calm while there's a bunch of Hydra heads laying on the stage.
3: Ah, thank you for your assistance, Garvel. It was indispensable. You did—you were—you were an excellent aide. He just
0: stammers.
1: i my just... hand
3: grit, with 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 a, with a, with a very pleased grin on my face.
0: He just sort of shakily just takes your hand in his and just sort of gives it a squeeze. As you can tell, that he's still just not happy at all with how this panned out. <laughs> I'm conf- I- I'm baffled by why he'd be unhappy, but whatever. <laughs> uh,
2: what what are what are what are, what are what do and Koltech do in the immediate aftermath of this? Daneman's going to clean off his weapons, which are surely covered in blood by this point. Uh, and while he is doing so, he's thinking to himself, "Well, oh, Gartek was up here, and Smith is backstage." Where was that esteemed adventurer Irving during all of this? Uh, You see Irving like
0: uh, in the audience, kind of like (laughs) just not
2: really trying to be seen right now. Oh, really? (laughs) I'm going to uh, basically make it obvious that I do see him and start walking into the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, uh, Coltash, what do you do? There's only one thing to do. Mm-hmm. Take a bow. I blow the smoke from the barrel.
3: <laughs> After this, yes, as this is wrapping up, I will turn around, brush the gashes and blood off of my what was once very nice blue robes with gold trim. Eh, I've got another, another one at home. Uh, turn, face the audience, gesture my arms wide, and say, and that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes ShardPoint Academy's presentation on how to deal with extra-dimensional threats.
0: <laughs> uh, very nice. Uh, as soon as you do that, there is thunderous applause across the entire thing as as of Arvod correctly pivoted to make this thing into the presentation. I saw the sign! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saw you saw the sign and it opened up your plans. Uh, i mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. Anyways, the uh <clears throat> so as that happens, like it, thunderous applause, grumblings from the uh from the logistics team for doing the <laughs> to do cleanup and otherwise. But at least this is this is at least this is the last presentation of the day. Right. Um so like that whole thing happens and things get cleaned up. Um while this goes on, uh, miss, uh mint makes her way on the stage while uh, Daneman approaches a
2: progressively more distressed Irving. Yeah. I can make my way through the crowd easier than you, asshole. I'm a, f- I've got a horse body.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Irving, like, like, tries to float out
0: from the crowd and float over to the doors, but they're still closed. I can't get out yet. <laughs> Wrong! You've been chained to the chairs and so the doors have been locked! <laughs> as, and Mint, it's, and Mint just sort of, like, looks to the judges. They nod. Mint just sort of nods as well and motions off stage and says, well... Despite, well, despite a very unconventional presentation, it seems fairly unanimous who the most engaging presentation was for the day. What?
1: Danaman's like, it stops looking, at, <laughs> stops looking at Irving and be like, huh? <laughs> uh, a, a, a quick telepathy goes out from Coltash to uh, Danaman that just goes, shh,
2: quiet on. But, we, but I didn't, but I did, didn't get shh. to, go. Uh, uh-huh.
0: Uh, and, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the tabaxi from earlier is rolling out the, the, uh, the, the clock onto the stage. Mint looks over to Arvad, who is the, uh, the, who's one person who didn't harass her earlier, and motions you over. Uh, I will walk
3: over gingerly, because I am
0: bleeding from several places. I harassed places. no one. <laughs> Well, you're also like not on
3: stage oh, gotcha. right now.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there are two of us on stage. One of us actually caught, caught her shushing,
0: <laughs> and, she, and and then she will lift the the glass covering the clock and then pick this like <sighs> for for a excellent, enthralling and educational presentation. I reward Sharp Point Academy this clock of hesitation slash.
2: Impatience. She has to like, check the tag on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, we're just uh, giving this thank away? Thank you. Uh, I guess
3: I accept in the name of the academy and our our most esteemed headmaster, Ornn White. <laughs> <laughs> <Aha>! <laughs> <laughs> trying not to, try, trying not to sound profoundly disappointed in saying that. And
0: failing. <laughs> so as that, so with that, you know, the crowd sort of give out another cheer. The doors finally are unlocked, and Irving tries in vain uh, to no, 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 hold on a second. You uh, go and roll athletics to chase him down. No.
2: He's got no body. <laughs> I know. I just want to see. And the new nobody's number. got him.
0: <laughs>
2: Twenty three. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. so, like, at this point, uh, at this point, like, the, uh, the, while, while Kotesh and Arvad are dealing with debriefing outside of the presentation hall, when Orrin Waite shows up, Danamin is, like, doing a, doing laps around (laughs) the entire conference center, chasing down Irving, (laughs) who, despite Irving having no legs and not getting tired, uh, it doesn't seem that Danneman gets tired either.
2: <laughs> the presentations are over, Irving. There's no reason I can't attack you now. <laughs> we, we, please, we can be reasonable about this, Danneman. You summoned a giant monster to the stage. <laughs>
0: that was not my doing. That was my former
2: compatriot. Just he like just washes his hands of it, his non-existent hands,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like like and and that whole thing happens in the background while Oren is talking with Coltash and uh <clears throat> and sorry, and Arvard, Arvard, sorry. <sighs> he looks at you. It's like, oh, well, I take it that the presentations went well, you two. Well, well. Are you insane? <laughs> this entire
3: proceedings was a complete shambles from the get-go. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, and we had to de- de- we had to defend this the we had to defend the audience from an attack from an impossible hydra, from an altered dimension, and but and we somehow through all defying all logic and reason ended up winning this stupid competition. Here, take this. I am never doing this again. <laughs>
0: ah. Or, or like now, 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 you're not you're not just holding the clock, are you? Out of care, like you're not just holding the clock, right? I I, I am. I if if someone is
3: if someone ha- if, if was I handed it? I hope not. You you were handed the clock from. Okay, um, in... I will force the clock into Orin's hands before
0: <laughs> shouting. Yeah, yeah, and and but you're still holding something else, aren't you? I am. Well, you were messing with the. Did you just leave the? No, I left the no I,
3: no, I guess I still am holding the
0: Akasahedron, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the whole thing. You like, orange just like takes the clock, looks at it, looks at you. That's like, where did you find that? I. Oh, this. That was backstage. The rock. Uh,
3: uh, the Rockage Institute was using it to create portals and such. This is why the Hydra showed up. I look over at at the at Mint.
0: Mint just sort of like shrugs and like goes off, like because she's like she's like she's done with her being there, MCing thing.
4: Ugh.
0: But I
3: will Ma- force this into Orin's hands also. I will force the concert so heater into Orin's hands also, and say I'm done with this. I need to go back and ruin his library because I know for a fact that TAs will have screwed things up.
0: <laughs> but just before you leave, Arvad, I let me
1: say a few things to you, please. Also, Coltash, do you have something to say? Uh as Mint is leaving, Coltash is going to telepathy at her. You're cute. Call me, honey.
0: She flicks her tail your way, kind of in a sort of a non-dismissive manner, to say the least. Not a beckoning manner, but like, you know, it's a firm. I heard your... you, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I heard you. Um Daneman <clears throat> will show up at this point. He has a he has a clump he has a clump of mane in his hand. <laughs> And a, and a grin on it. And a grin on his face.
0: <sighs> Ornn's going to look at this and just and then look over to you, Arvad, and just say, like, I remember the last time I've seen this. Hmm? There's so like only one person I know who would be foolish enough to not only get their hands on this, but decide to use it for some reason.
1: Oh, uh, I can't see. Okay. Do tell Headmaster, Freight.
0: Well, I saw him earlier, because he was at the meeting of the Headmasters. This is what Stops doing.
4: Who? Uh.
2: Wait, why do I care? I don't care! <laughs> this is none of my business! Stop was the name of the Rock Edge Academy's Headmaster we saw in the in the cafeteria.
0: We, we saw him in the cafeteria? Yes, uh... Iallapal stop. he he was my former compatriot. We would be, we would, we specialized in gathering artifacts. He likes to use them extensively. I prefer to just gather them and research them and usually keep them out of people's hands. And we had a bit of a falling out over his over insistence of using things. I will blink owlishly
3: at, 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 at Orin for, for Vincent. I am hard-pressed to admit it, but I actually agree with you about something. <laughs> I agree with
2: the headmaster, ah! Lord Orin. We have we have won you your prize. That's good and all. Uh, that's but and I got my hands on that stupid
0: horsehead. <laughs> I think that's probably more important from your part, me. Oh no,
2: no, 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 never, Lord Orin. I would not put your. I would never put your your needs behind my own.
0: Or, Orin, Orin, like, uh, Orin, like, kind of juggles the two items in his hands because they are fairly large for him and then moves to hand them off to to Danamin so that Danamin can hold them yeah, he's,
2: before. If you're going to give <laughs> if you're going to make someone in this party carry something, it should be him. Yes.
0: Before before he goes up and like Pat's uh and Pat's Arvad, like st- on the arms like and don't you worry, Ar Arvad. <laughs> I think you did an exceptional job here, despite your best wishes.
3: <laughs> no, I intended to do a good job. I did a magnificent. I didn't get to do my job. I had to defeat a Hydra, which is entirely outside my purview. I'm a librarian. <laughs> Not some
1: monster slaying. Ah, ah! Coltash whistles innocently. Daneman will
2: sidle. Danman will sidle over to Coltash and be like, "Were you successful in obtaining her number?" Then,
1: all things in time, my friend. All things in time.
0: And with and with that, the uh, and with that, the instructors successfully gave a. Uh, su- the gang successfully pre- gave a presentation at an educational
2: convention. <laughs> yes, that is what happened. That's that's what we'll tell our students. <laughs>
1: As an aside, uh, as we make our trip back, uh, Coltash is like, while we're in transit, Coltash is going to have a notion, draw the revolver, and just kind of aim it into the air and fire indistinctly for what is no obviously apparent reason. And, you know, somewhere on the other end of the, uh, the Academy, uh, Smith is getting ready to leave and then his pants fall again. Oh, I was gonna say,
0: like like as he's as he's leaving the convention center, he's just he's like, uh, well well, I may have lost the presentation, but at least I get to keep my dignity and then <laughs> <laughs> and then like the ball just like flies straight down, and just like clips the buckle and his pants fall down. <laughs> And that's where I think we're going to end this credit roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, it's we, we, we ran a little bit long here. Don't worry, awesome we'll cut it down a bit. but before we leave, let's just kind to remind everyone kind of who is here. Uh, uh, I was Michael Schicciano or Sketch. Be sure to follow me on sketchtch music if you want to or go to skitch.bandcamp.com if you want to buy my music to support me. Uh, Peter. Uh, Yes, I'm Peter
3: Bowman, otherwise known as Mechagm. You can follow me on Twitter at at Mechagm. You can also find me on Twitch, where I stream fairly regularly, at twitch.tv slash Mechagm. I also upload recordings of a podcast I do with my friend Eric to YouTube. Uh, Just look for Mechagm on YouTube. You'll find my podcasts and my
2: Let's Plays and RPGs there. Uh, Nick? I am Nick Ftime on Twitter. That's N-I-K-F-T-I-M-E. Uh, You can also follow me on Twitch, which is under the same name, although I don't really stream very often. Uh, More likely, though, you'll probably want to check out Weekly Manga Recap, the podcast that I run along with Chris, who should be familiar to other regular listeners of Dice Funk as we talk about manga. And uh, yeah, and hate on Prince of Tennis. We only did that the (laughs) one time for a few hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, go ahead, Wynn. I am Word on the Wind. If for some reason you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Lurking Wind. I write for uh, Hardcore Gaming 101, which I would describe as an internet museum dedicated to, you know, like retro games and other whatnots. I am a regular host on on our top 47,858 games of all time show. And, uh... Yeah, say hi to uh, to uh, Kirk Collado, the guy who runs who runs the uh, the whole organization. All right, thanks again for all showing up, and hopefully we'll see
0: you again at the academy, where yet someone else is unfortunately put through administrative hell, <laughs> one way or another.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the finest point that you can put on a document is with a bullet.
5: 2020 the good vibe zone good vibes only
6: it'll be 4420 it'll be 42020
5: that's a good vibe yeah if you have bad vibes you need to leave right now
6: no bad vibes in my april 2020
5: executive producers for the good vibe zone <laughs> joseph tombell i
6: was trying to match your energy Exstellaris. jade
5: Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk, Goatly.
6: Devin, conduit of Lucian.
5: John Madera, conduit of caramel lattes.
6: Dissidia, a sheep with crushingly low self-esteem.
5: You're soft, take heart. Paul Mullen.
6: Inspired by all these PhD patrons, I'm getting a degree in what the heck.
5: I'll be very useful in the new economy. <laughs> 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 RIP Chip, human fighter, and pal of Harkin Caleb eaten by an ankeg.
6: Christman, smiting all the fake Christians.
5: Toshiro Kuru, new self, 40 pounds lighter, and finally in control of the accounts.
6: Oh, good for you.
5: Now that's a good vibe.
6: Andrew Grothin.
5: Belated birthday, Jamie, because Patreon messed up last month.
6: Oh my god, a happy belated birthday, Jamie.
5: Dr. Goatman.
6: Faith underscore and underscore valor, <laughs> formerly transient passerby.
5: Francois Frans-
6: V. Flanswa. (laughs) He's one master.
5: Oh no! Hold up. What's your starter Pokemon? Dildo (laughs) vibrator or butt plug? Jk. (laughs) You just go right past it. Jaspool sitting alone in the VIP.
6: John, what?
5: Luther manhole.
6: Possum Kingdom refugee.
5: Random conduit of would you like a hug?
6: Oh, I lost it. Sternad. Sternad. Sternad.
5: Vinny currently dreaming of Austin's bussy cakes. <laughs> Hell no. yeah. No. Z,
6: two, three, six, one, nine.
5: We need to make a judgment. Is Austin's bussy a bad vibe? It's a bad vibe for me.
6: No, it's not.
5: Okay. Kevin Dobbins.
6: A lonely gambling pig trying to be King's Valentine.
5: <gasps> that would be so cute. King and a little pig. Yeah. Charlie Chockley is DMing his first sesh on Saturday. Oh, God, Austin, help! I think this was last month, too, and they haven't changed it, which means they're dead. R.I.P.
6: R.I.P. pouring out. Pumpkin Spice <laughs> itself.
5: Robert Tuttle.
6: Anthony, patron of Dora.
5: Fi, or fee, F I, like the character from Zelda.
6: Morgan Rapp.
5: Haley Anderson.
6: Pinko Sock.
5: Back in the summer of 6D9. Okay, that's great. I get it.
6: Sheev talking shit on a tubular <laughs> floating crane.
5: Do it. <laughs> Tis I, Zedster.
6: 69, Spoopy, 420, Sean by Lauren's Lutz.
5: A horny illithid coming for Austin's pussy. They don't even like pussies. They only like brains. What would they do with one? They just have no no use for it.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, they do. a little giggle.
6: <laughs> a montage of goth staring out into the rain.
5: A non horny gift for Austin and a very horny one for the goblin.
6: A question we all need an answer to is Anne smarter than King? No. It's n-
5: not even close. A werewolf with the Chinese menu in his hand.
6: Triple A Isaac, conduit of Len- Linux, mascot Tux the Penguin. Aaron Norgard. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Adiler. Adler? Correct me later. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Aftershock, too busy. Planning an art expo to update Patreon name.
6: But you but you did. How do you know? Okay. Agent Hedgepiggle.
5: Aggressively weeping and eating ramen.
6: Aki Savalainen.
5: Alex Vepra.
6: Alexander De Vega.
5: Alligator Snakefish.
6: An Otter wanting to be your Valentine.
5: Valentine's Day was like February. I think we have another dead patron. Are gonna turn
6: down the otter?
5: No, that's true. Otters are always a welcome. Andrew Birmingham.
6: Andrew Feggie, conduit of speaking truth to power itself. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anon. Antonio, conduit of aftercare snacks.
5: <laughs> okay. Arachnival. They're important. Arachnival, making dark deals with the spiders of mortality.
6: Archduke Archibald's five-armed hugging cactus golem.
5: Prickly. Ariadne uh, Ariadne asking if this island has got any daiquiris.
6: Arjan de Konig,
5: Ash, the gayest bitch in the Midwest.
6: Austin, I can't believe you had to Google Beasterizer.
5: I just wanted to check.
6: Austin! <laughs> I can't do
5: it. <laughs> Austin,
6: still love that Skeksis voice. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Austin, it's Math Tiger. The test results are back. It's Bussy Mustelidae.
5: <laughs> oh, no, I haven't gotten my Bussy tested. B- <laughs>
6: Bedodroid. droid.
5: B- Becky Scott Fairley.
6: Becky tail property of Janiac.
5: BJ, if Lime dies, we all die, so... Luckily, we can all rest easy, because this has been recorded after the season's over.
6: <laughs> B-Ray Echo.
5: Before we continue, I gotta poop. <laughs> back in five.
6: Big time Getty Lee. <laughs> I do it a big time bass surfs.
5: I wish I could do King Voice. I would have done that last one in King Voice.
6: Yeah, but who can besides Chris?
5: The guy who voice acted Kuobara in...
6: No, don't, don't care. Nope, nope.
5: <laughs> Blackstone Morgan.
6: Blue Six. Bonus. Brady, God of murder, survivor of Lauren's massacre.
5: You would let a rival challenge you, Lauren?
6: Who's challenging me? Brady. That's fine. There's enough room.
5: <laughs> Brett. <laughs> that's, very, that's very thoughtful of you.
6: Britt Rellaford.
5: Bro Jimbo.
6: Buy your girls some flowers? Question mark.
5: <laughs> Callum. Austin is my fave. Lauren is the best. Turner.
6: Thanks. Cameron Abbas.
5: Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling.
6: Kato on the no-sex party barges.
5: <laughs> Everyone had a field day with him floating in his own private plane, not being able to fuck.
6: <laughs> Chief Beef Thief.
5: Chloe the dog finds Bone Pile on her walk.
6: Chris, conduit a Bad Decisions Walling.
5: What is an unidentified body but a Bone Pile for dogs? Oh my god. CSI, Dogs. <laughs> They're so excited. Oh, no. Chris from Ohio? Is that where we were?
6: Yes. Christopher Sharlow.
5: Coho Blast.
6: Cool <laughs> Christmas. Conduit of not paying child support. Don't do that.
5: <laughs> it's a Jim Sterling character. We probably talked about this last month. Uh, cool yeah. Christmas. Doesn't pay his child support. Oh. Coram.
6: Sierra Saldana, prophet of and Jesus.
5: Cucumber. Dan B. Dandy Snuff.
6: Daniel Marsden, Conduit of Unnecessary Consonants.
5: Daria, Go Freakin' Right.
6: Donning Frost.
5: Dazislost.
6: Declan Sands.
5: Dennis Pancake, Detlefson
6: Dice Funk. Wait. No? Nope. Dice Fuck. Dungeons and Dildos. Spin off for dot. No. For Dawes?
5: <laughs> DM Tau. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans.
6: Don Johnston.
5: Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Doro. Dr. Izix.
6: Dragon Nexus.
5: Dylan Rill and the Dog. Listening on a lazy Sunday morning. Also dishes.
6: Ebrent, Lauren is my friend and I love her. Hi, I love you too.
5: Lauren, stop making friends with the listeners.
6: <laughs> I can make friends with whoever I want.
5: <laughs> no, we have to remain above them. We have Edward to be...
6: R. Jones, the fourth?
5: Einar <laughs> Walt
6: Eowalt. E- wait. Ewalt? No. E-I-O-W-L-T-A. I am sorry, but I can't. I think you got it pretty close the first Ewolta? time. Ewolta? Ewolta? Ecorin. Elderly Goose, conduit of... Meh.
5: Eleanor Nernante sees Periton, Horton vampire lady with depression.
6: Elizabeth Jackalope.
5: Elusive Lily.
6: Emma, Math Tiger is 43.47% correct.
5: It could be better, honestly. You usually mm. want to be over 50% correct if you have the, yeah. the choice. And Digo Van Dane.
6: Erwin LeLogadeck.
5: Evie, Conduit of Trying Out New Name in the Credits. It could be Evie? E-V-I. Evie, I. What do you think? Evie. Okay.
6: Fair Majesty Empress Quintilian Galaxion.
5: Film Inquisition.
6: Florian H.
5: Follow Slad Bible on Facebook.
6: Francois Arsenal.
5: Frank Sands.
6: Furry come Infecting the Credits Prison.
5: See, the joke is, everyone's in credits prison now. It was a long con, but we're all in it together, and now it's freeing, and it's only good vibes. Can you tell? <laughs> oh my God. I'm not on drugs.
6: <laughs> Where are we? Gage, conduit of loneliness.
5: Gary Bussy. Uh, no.
6: Yeah. <gasps> <sighs> <Ooh. laughs> Gideon Therizinosaurus, a pot-bellied, bipedal, or dinosaur with one M long claws. Centimeter?
5: yes that's a meter it's big it's a big okay. for a claw ginger beers
6: got more soul than a sock with the hole
5: grapefruit juice
6: graffiti conjured of rhetorical vacillation
5: gsv underscore lasting damage probably their ML- mlg pro game name
6: oh haldrew
5: <laughs> harley the floral lyricat
6: harrison andrew
5: Harry, intrigued by Laura's promise of sex octopus cults. Yep, this will be the credits that goes on the sex octopus cult episode, so you just heard that. You're welcome.
6: <laughs> hey, guys. It's Ashley.
5: He's a good Brent, dogs.
6: How do I make friend? Regards, conduit of social faux pas.
5: I dread stares. Same.
6: <laughs> Ingmar Grimon.
5: Evelician. Jaden. James Neely.
6: Janiac, conduit of teledildonics.
5: I bet the teledildonics stocks are like skyrocketing during the quarantine, oh, huh?
6: Oh, get in on that shit, right?
5: Yeah. Janiac bullies Austin while I watch.
6: <laughs> J Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life.
5: You could definitely incorporate teledildonics into Austin bullying, I feel like. Oh, the, more God. I'm, the more I'm suffering, the better it is for you. Jesus. Jealous Goddess cosplay. Jen. Did we say J Logan? yeah okay i was just thinking about di- i think
6: so jay logan conduit of queerness mage of life
5: i was just thinking about dildonics jenny oh my colby
6: jess veggie conduit of veggies
5: jimmy the end bear formerly known as Deathworm jim unemployed and quarantined
6: same
5: in the credits prison with us good vibes only
6: <laughs> joanna the wrench witch
5: joe g underscore lte
6: john Carey.
5: john potts
6: John, conduit of subpar joke names.
5: Josie, conduit of buffalo chicken pizza. Try a slice. <laughs> Is
6: this a commercial?
5: <laughs> I mean, I am already convinced, so. Shoot
6: man Jack, back from planet crack!
5: Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen.
6: Yeah, isn't buffalo chicken your favorite?
5: It's very good.
6: Just a jester!
5: Josie, conduit of being poly to get a heist team <laughs> of cuties.
6: Jorgen, and Indy Monster, Weinwick Ford, Conduit of Symbols I Can't Read, and Lactose Intolerance.
5: <laughs> I think it's just, ah!
6: Okay, ah!
5: <laughs> Kaji, Fire Sun.
6: Kate, Conduit of Fading Regret.
5: Key for Low.
6: Caledry offers Austin a hit of Mitzi's Good Good Cat Belly.
5: I finally a, pet a cat in the first time in so long, and it was blissful.
6: It's very good.
5: I could not get enough cat belly. I missed them so much. <laughs> anyway, Keller Automat. <laughs>
6: Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation.
5: Kidney, a beholder in a snazzy hat.
6: Killer cotton shizno.
5: Kaniku fan.
6: Kitty foe, warm snoring burrito, ate your valentine candy. Damn.
5: Kurito Prime, my Patreon saved a life. Damn, that's the opposite of what <laughs> I wanted. I should start a Patreon just like patreon.com slash help me kill people. Yeah, I'm probably going to <laughs> take it down. What do we call it? Patreon.com slash Medicare for none.
6: Oh, my God. (laughs) Go to bed. (laughs) Criterion, the smoothest of Mario's.
5: You just wanted to read Smooth Mario's. You didn't read Christina, (laughs) conduit of Sharon needing a hug itself. Oh, I'm sorry,
6: Christina. I did get really excited about Smooth Mario.
5: Yeah, Sharon gets infinite hugs in the void.
6: Kyle Bad's Vic.
5: Kyle, conduit of Drop Goodwood and King Badass slash Vic.
6: Lady Misfit Dino Facts synapses are defined by having one temporal finestra.
5: It's going to take us 20 minutes to Google every word in that sentence, but thank you, <laughs> Miss Lady Misfit Dino Facts. Larry Yelling Yelling NB. You, you. That's my co-host, Austin. Yeah, that's why you're supposed to correct me, so it makes you sound cool and like you are invested and good. Oh, thanks. It makes you sound better when you correct me. A uh, Lars lauren's mom's duck conduit of the untitled duck game
6: yeah that sounds about right loopy elephant would like austin to talk about mustella day more
5: which ones what do you think the the mustella day of the month is going to be uh mink they're well known for being made into coats but did you know they're even better when they're alive
6: (laughs) oh my god
5: (laughs) they're good to pet and to look at (laughs) i love them so (laughs) Think about Minx this month. Why
6: are you trying to do this to me?
5: Lauren Cates, Conduit of Being Thankful that Conduits still exist in Dice oh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they do still exist. It's interesting. This is the first uh, time we've recorded uh, since the audience found out about stuff changing. We'll see how they feel next month.
6: Love you all, especially Chris. God damn it. Conduit of <laughs> Favoritism. You can't let them have one. He has them all! All half the credits are like, I love Lauren, oh, show me your boobs! <laughs> Come on! I know, it's just, he's he's so talented.
5: Ludovico Limited.
6: Luke Powers.
5: Luther, the conduit of a button quail in a pear tree.
6: Manticore Deathlord.
5: The Cult of Gorfinax.
6: Master Xemnohort.
5: Matteo Zenek.
6: Matt Collier.
5: Matt Lackett's conduit of...
6: Uh, in imus nocte et consumi igni.
5: Hopefully, you didn't just summon a demon. I think Igni is definitely fire, that's so fine. that's not great. Matthew, listen to Dice Funk and Neosgum Scum Schultz.
6: Maximum Side Boobs, celebrating one full year of tasteful nudity.
5: Majin, conduit of 3D printing Dickosauruses for everyone I know. Melbent! Melissa, the
6: birthday dice gooblin. Happy birthday. Michael Hall!
5: Miles, conduit of strong Byleth opinions, but she fun, though.
6: Modified Matthew.
5: Mr. Willy Phoenix De- Steven, lesbian pooh- Mr. Seagull, Mr. Poo- Willy bear Phoenix shaker. Steven,
6: lesbian seagull pooh-bear-shaker. Get your shit together.
5: <laughs> okay, I'm excited for when the Byleth uh, credit gets replaced by the whatever character from ARMS they add to Smash Brothers. Remember ARMS, Lauren?
6: You know I don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
5: <laughs> Namita Aneskin's Conduit of Error.
6: You can't just call me out in front of the whole credits.
5: <laughs> they don't care if you know about arms.
6: Nicholas Dominic!
5: <laughs> Nicholas McDonald. Nick! Nick Thetford, I forgive you for bringing up face-sitting.
6: Nonfinite.
5: Oi, oh, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fucking knife?
6: Only respect for my McQuarrer. Hashtag Zoe Fan Club.
5: Pae Robjurg. Banglin. Pangolin! Patrick Babcock, Conduit of This is Fine, itself.
6: Patrick Connor, Oscar Gifford.
5: Patrick Williams.
6: Please check my webcomic, Ruinisfortune.com.
5: They didn't write this, but I'm going to add, or else.
6: Yeah, do it.
5: Sorry, that was a bad vibe. Pocket Sundial.
6: (laughs) Pruitt Holcomb. Puck Boy. psychotic because the cake was a lie, and who doesn't like fire?
5: Do you like fire, Lauren? Yes. Just not
6: on me, on my like.
5: (laughs) Yeah, no. The implication is it doing other stuff, not just to cuddle. Yeah, (laughs) Rizumi Azura,
6: Remsiv,
5: Rob Dakin. Ah, fighter Fighter.
6: of Rob Knightkin. Let's harmonize with me.
5: Oh, I thought you wanted to do it, fighter of Rob Knightkin. Ah,
6: Ah. you (laughs) tried. I'm sorry. Robert Chisholm, conduit of Gigantamax Cornelia, wrecking shit.
5: I was actually really curious if you were gonna Gigantamax during the final boss fight and try to fight the T-Rex reptile forgot, to reptile.
6: I forgot about it. Robin. I'm dumb.
5: You're not dumb.
6: Oh my brain's just bad. Rule thirty four, Bob Chia clone. chia clony.
5: S. Kearney, working nine till five.
6: do 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 do, do. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Salad Child. Sam. Scarlet Eyes Yuri.
5: Sean Lyons-Burke, conduit of Manning-Byleth out of spite. <sighs> there you go, Sean.
6: Simmons, conduit of Harder Laddie.
5: Uh, see, it, it's not as funny as when you do it because that's the thing people want to hear you say and not a yeah. terrible fucking embarrassment for me.
6: Sergeant Rattlebone, 31st thirty first, thirty <laughs> first, not... Bussy Protection Brigade. 35th Bussy Protection <laughs>
5: That's literally what I was going to say.
6: <laughs> gotcha.
5: The thirty-fifth Bussy Brigade. Shane Sedgwick.
6: Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic pansexual polyamorous switches.
5: Simon Lee, conduit of Chungus, <laughs> bearer of Dinkus, minion of John Con.
6: Sin Milk Tom.
5: Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, the cat of the
6: railway. <laughs> <laughs> slime king mike but purple seeking revenge for not sl- choosing the slime river
5: it'll haunt you for seasons to come <laughs> Sporeman zero
6: starlight glimmer did nothing wrong steven cleese steven <laughs> attending aba austin's bussy anonymous <laughs> meetings
5: well steven is not anonymous anymore because now i know what you've done
6: there's a lot of people named steven
5: Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Not going to sing it because I'm upset about all the fists that are happening. Cyretha
6: so you know I mean? says check out the last unicorn novel and movie.
5: <laughs> thanks for the recommendation, Iretha. Cool. Tabitha spokes.
6: Tales of Inquiry.
5: What if people just recommended shit to us every week? They're like, hey, have you ever checked out Call of Duty? <laughs> like, thanks. No. I don't. No. Even... <laughs> Where are we even? Tales of Inquiry?
6: Yeah. Did we say Tabitha spokes?
5: we did now. Are, did you have a problem with call of duty? Was that what that noise was?
6: Yes, also, I have this thing, and I know and I can't stop myself from doing it, and I don't know why I'm like this, but if somebody tells me to do something, I'll, I won't I can't I can won't do it.
5: It's called being a contrary, and also it's extremely inconvenient because mostly people are trying to give you helpful advice. I know. Teraflops.
6: Teresi Pyro transing June Egbert.
5: Also, you didn't tell me. What's wrong with Call of Duty? You don't like when the men shoot the men?
6: No, I'm just being a bitch.
5: Uh, The murderous mongoose who's secretly standing directly behind you.
6: The precursor. (laughs) The
5: tasty cakes that Yorski bakes. We
6: know what cakes they're talking about. It's your pussy.
5: Only cakes I have is when you know I'm caked up. That's it.
6: Titus,
5: Tim Lutton,
6: Toby Gleason, Stack,
5: Tom Bowers,
6: Trees—they are us. Trevor S, the Goblin
5: Teacher—is
6: does Trevor S teach goblins, or are they a teacher that is a goblin, or both?
5: I don't know if you can teach goblins. I feel like they kind of do what they want. You try. Hmm. Shanness.
6: Universal Toby. Vib the glib. Oh, that's fun. You say that's fun. Vib the
5: glib. Vib the glib.
6: Victoria Melito, Conduit of Quietness.
5: Ward Van Open.
6: Willian Vinky.
5: Will you be my yam Why are everyone talking about... It's April! What's happening? Who
6: cares? Yams are delicious. Yes, I will be. Okay. Ziphasaurus. Ziphasaurus.
5: <laughs> you expected a patron, but it was me, Dio. I actually don't know what his inflection is in the English, because I listened to it uh, subbed, so I have no idea how to even approximate
6: it's that. It's probably English. not as good. Yeah. You, oh, you just heard that one. Zoltar, the Viking Death Metal Caterpillar Conduit of Retribution.
5: Z, 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 or is it sleeping? Z. Okay, I guess a bunch of people had this idea. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm trying to get to the end. You almost made it. There's only one under you.
6: I know. I'm only happy when it rains, Zucus.
5: And they got in because of the quotation marks at the beginning of the garbage lyric and not because of the Zs, but good try. Everyone... <sighs> The Good Vibe Zone is officially coming to an end. You're welcome for inclusion in our space. Uh, it's a new season. we got one-shots that this is attached to. Enjoy them. Make sure to check the descriptions for the people's uh, social media, the Twitters, their Patreons, their YouTubes, their Twitch. Everything's linked. Uh, we can't run it all down because literally it's going to be like... F- 20 different <laughs> players There's so
6: many so many cool new people
5: uh but make sure you check the descriptions that's where all that is you can support the show patreon.com slash austin yorski uh patreon.com slash laura k buzz you know patreon.com slash weekly manga recap and of horse for everyone who's on the normal episodes lauren what about you
6: uh i'm ragalicious on twitter you can buy my titty pics there i'm also on a podcast called humans hollering at news look it up it's it's on Patreon, and it's fun, and we talk about nice things, and if you like some good vibes, that's all we do.
5: Do you want to say something earnest about the quarantine and how uh, we appreciate all your support, and we hope we're here for you, and make sure, uh, if you're bored, uh, make, inflict our podcast on your family and uh, animals and just blast it out the windows at the people who can't leave their homes?
6: Yes. All that Austin said. <laughs> 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 no I really I really do appreciate a lot of people have been very supportive of me because I've been unemployed and uh, supportive of you because you need to like survive
5: cannot live Um.
6: so thank you and kiss all your pets for me on the snoot mm-hmm. or snoot equivalent
5: how gross do you think that noise was I can see the waveform and it's uh, uh, really unappealing
6: it was weird